Hi everyone and welcome to another episode of the brand new Astigacast Talkie Word Show. In today's episode, we aim to see through the haze craze of the ever-growing craft beer world. We four shall doubt the stout, look closer at the gosa, and wait for it, put camera in front of the camera. <laughs> As we try and figure out what the fuss is all about, and why hipsters are apparently paying £10 for pints of beer if the British tabloid press is to be believed. Pro tip, they aren't. So join us as we discuss the history of craft beer, what defines craft beer, the difference between the craft and traditional beer worlds, selling out, home brewing, beer snobbery, and even today's uh, first foray into the world of cryptocurrency. So beer is going into cryptocurrency, which is just insane. So, which is a subject which I think would be a whole new episode in itself, actually. So I don't know, maybe we won't cover that. Probably should have taken that out of the script I'm reading from, but I'm, I'm on one now. So finally, <laughs> we shall finish off with another stupid little game before coming to absolutely zero tangible conclusions on the subject at hand. That's how we do here at the Stegacast. As, as always, I can't breathe. I'm Tazondian myself. I'm Gene Clan, Gene Jerkin. I'm here today with Uncle Richard, Tom Tate and uh, Gareth Bizra. Um, how are we this evening, gentlemen? Yeah, good. Very well, thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. So um, I've got as as with before, last before you start. Is yeah, it, yeah. Is it actually pronounced Gosa? It's like Gosa. Gosa. I thought it was Goes. Nah, so the E oh, is goos. not the the Goose is the Gers one. The one I spelled like Gooey Wee. Uh, that's that's the Belgian one, right? Yes. Yeah. Gosa is a German like fruit beer. Ah, uh, you are. Yeah. Oh well, well. Mm. Yeah, it's a Gosa, Gosa, and Gosa. These are not uh, silent as such. Um, so yeah, we've got, I've got a little like layout here. I don't know if you want to go straight into it because I'm going to start with the history of craft beer, and then we'll go from there. Um, so that's like as like a background thing, or we can just like yeah. talk some shit first. I don't know how would you want to play it. Do you know what I mean? Anyone got anything to report? I'm kind of curious as to what actually makes the craft like instead of just a normal beer. To be honest, because ah. I've done a lot of, like a bit of research for this, and I've I seemingly have just come up with beer facts and not. Uh, <laughs> Not craft facts. I lead you to my second point: the definition of craft beer. That we'll um, hit me with it. Should we, we go for it? Him? Should hit we go me with your beer stick? We'll go straight into the hip of it. So I've got the definition of craft beer. Okay, so I got into craft beer and before that real ale. So because it was tasty, not because of any statement or anything about it being. And craft. this was before it was cool, right? Yeah, this was before craft beer was even a thing. So yeah. it was like the real ale thing, just drinking hobgoblin and shit like that. Um, I had no axe to grind against the big lager or anything hipstery like that. I also found that back in the studio bar days, uh, people wouldn't steal your drink off you if you were down in Nuki Brown. No, ah. no one liked the Nuki Brown. That's that, where it all started from. Yeah, but that's why you started drinking sparkling water back in the day instead yeah, of normal yeah. water. Cause, cause we were... Sparkling water shit. Oh, no, sparkling water is it's only shit. To drink, like. So on my script at the start of this section, it goes... Upper it to the Steaks. How does one define craft beer? Ah. But we've already flipped that on yet. You've already fucking asked me, so I've got to go ahead and read up what I've got you. So the American Brewers Association, which is a association um, which kind of I don't they don't monitor craft brewers, but they kind of like keep not keep tabs on them, but you know the American Craft Brewers Association. I'll just leave it relax. I don't really know what they do. They define craft beer as a product that is made by a brewer that is small, independent, and traditional. That's basically all they say on on it. Um, personally, I disagree with the traditional part. I wouldn't necessarily call West Mall Triple a craft beer. 
you know, um, even though it could be defined as such. Um, so did you say that those three things define the craft beer? So yeah. would you still class uh, Brewdog as, as a craft beer, even though it's gone kind of almost global now? I believe it was like the independent kind of aspect of it all. Yeah, that's it. Ah. Again, there's a, I got a huge section on this later on because this is a big thing because a lot of them, because of the way craft beer is going, a lot of them are like selling up or becoming like partners with like I'm not going to mention any names well we can mention all the names later. yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so um, it's kind of like Enter Shikari breaking into the music scene with the DIY record label yeah they did they did sign with a major label at some point didn't they Shikari. I'm not sure I'm not sure I thought they did I thought they did but they're like independent now and they're like proper DIY but yet still playing in like arenas which is quite crazy good for them good for them good for them good for them I'm not really a fan, but <laughs> so yeah, yeah, we've just covered it. You've just jumped me again on my script, the independent part of that definition as well. Too that much cause, script that causes a lot of stir <laughs> over the last couple of years, and we'll discuss. It's that more later. well, it's more. I, I I'd see it as more more small time locally sourced, more more like love and care gone into it. You know, exactly, um, more passion. That's where I'd see it as, isn't it? That's Rather the, than just your, your your big pumped out kind of you know. Lagers and whatnot. I mean, you know? I think it's a lot of people are probably blind to the size of some of these operations. You see these small breweries, like you think Mikola, for example. Now, like they're worldwide. They they probably make thousands of these a day, but it's still craft beer. So, yeah, like yeah, people yeah. and certain people try and define craft breweries by the their output, which I don't think is well, no, but that, fair. That's how they probably started in a, a much smaller premises, and exactly, you exactly. Know. But they've just gone on to be massive. But because they haven't taken on any outsider investments or done anything really shitty, then I think they are still craft breweries. Yeah, exactly, so it's yeah. still craft beer. It's pretty much anything Brewer. that's outside of the umbrella of Coles and Bulmers exactly. yeah. and it's yeah, not Carlin. The Big Four. The Big Four, as we put it. Big Four, yeah. So speaking of of brewers that may or may not be craft brewers, Brewdog, everyone's favourite clickbait corporate punks, describe craft beer (laughs) in its most simplest possible terms. Uh, They have this whole section on their website that explains what is craft beer. Because Brewdog have this whole thing where they see themselves as like... They invented craft beer. yeah. Yeah. Or like they are the gateway to craft beer for everybody. Nobody has tried anything that's craft beer unless they drank a punk IPA and therefore gateway into this whole new world they are the gatekeepers and that's why that's an excuse for making all these crappy beers now that they're trying to get lager drinkers i use that in quotations yeah. to drink craft beer because i don't it, um, buy any of that shit to be honest uh like to go off on brew dog like brew dogs beers like in in well in their own establishments and in the places where they sell them um, they are quite expensive as is a lot of craft beer yeah and it's like um, i'm sure you said it before guy when you've been on the train and you know you have your your lads on the way to cardiff on a night out and they mentioned Brewdog, like, oh, no, it's too expensive, eh? <laughs> yeah, That's, yeah, like, yeah, totally. £5 for half a pint or something. That, that was Carlin. the exact quote, They don't even do Carlin. That was the exact quote, yeah, yeah. totally, totally. Someone asked me a question, what the day do you drink in the house? And I was like, yeah, I do, but it depends what it is. I don't sit there slamming, like, Carlin. And they're like, what do you drink? And I was like, anything, like, you know, I don't mind yeah. all sorts of stuff. It's like, what like does Stout I or IPAs. And you're like, oh, you're a Brewdog boy, you? <laughs> just like that. Like, it was just like, everything was just blanket termed Brewdog. So you go to Brewdog when you go out, you know? It's like, yeah. well, sometimes. So they are becoming <laughs> household then? It is household, yeah, definitely, yeah. yeah. But I think, definitely. I think they are household in the sense of, still, if you drink a Brewdog beer, you are considered a hipster, still. Oh, yeah, definitely. So, like, hmm. they are far more popular. Punk IPA is worldwide, but 
if you drink brew dog or if you say, oh, yeah, I don't mind a brew dog drink, everyone just labels you as a hipster instantly. Yeah. They kind of feed off that image, though. They like that, like, oh, oh yeah. we're exclusive, we're better than everyone else. Dish the yeah, mainstream, yeah. fine brew dog, all this shit, you know? Oh, their news are rustic. Do you see those adverts they did recently? I don't know if you've been anywhere that would have brew dog adverts, but on like billboards. London. London, we saw London them tube in. station. That's it. it was Couldn't like, tell you which tube station, so but a few of them possibly. They showed like rate beer ratings off Rate Beer's website really? of Punk IPA next to like a Budweiser. So you'd have a picture of a Budweiser bottle and they rate it like three out of a hundred. And then you'd have Punk IPA with like 97 out of a hundred. And they'd be like, ditch the mainstream, fine brew dog underneath it. And I'd be like, that just makes me not want to drink that. It's kind you know of a, I mean? co- it's sort of like a contradiction though. Even yeah. Rate Beer were like, yeah, don't use our fucking rating system like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> don't put down other people yeah. like, because you know, you're, you're bunch of cunts um <laughs> we'll just put we'll just put a massive billboard up and say we're not mainstream and how the hell did punk yeah. IPA get well yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> yeah. this is it is that he always that contradiction with brew dog which is then there's the whole i know i i was i got a whole section on brew dog selling out later on but we're kind of going for it now so i'll go for it anyway but it's like the bit where they're like doing this like equity for punks which is basically just shares they're trying to sell shares in their business as this like diy thing but it's not. Like, they're selling shares in their business. And you're like, yeah, be a part of the business, man. But it's like, no, you're, it's just, you're just selling shares. Yeah. That's all you're doing. There's no punk DIY ethic to it at all. But there was um, no return investment. Nothing on, on nothing. the actual shares. But they like. spent it all on a fucking Boeing 747 or something. Like, what the fuck? Like, they've, they've got to get to their uh, new hotel. hotels, haven't they? They've got yeah. to get to their <laughs> yeah, hotel. They've got a TV series in America. There's one called Brew Dogs. It's just those what would two. that possibly be about? It's just two knobs at the top of Brew Dog going around America doing stupid shit. Brew knobs. Brewing beer and just all their adventures. Do you remember, remember that motorcycle one? Remember that Orange County motorcycle chopper guys? And they were oh, like yeah, building. yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like one of those American reality TV shows that isn't actually a reality TV show. You know what? I've not actually seen it, but I think. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I imagine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It could be terribly wrong. It could be amazing. Exactly. Anyway, um, going yeah, back to the... Wasn't, wasn't you, well, Sean and Tom, Gene and Tom, you were both looking at investing in that once upon a time. Yeah, yeah. We were indeed. I was very much into Brood. I wanted. I always used to look for jobs in Brewdog. I would love to have, because like when they first came to Cardiff, even though Tiny Rebel was there before it, yeah, it was like, I don't know, maybe they came about the same time. I knew about Tiny Rebel before I knew about Brewdog, but like, I don't know, it just seemed like a, a good thing, you know, because it was the first big thing like that. Obviously now there's loads of different things you can, like bars and, mm. and stuff you can go to. But like, I don't know. I well, you, you've got to give it to them. They do pay the uh, the living wage to the, the employees. Like that's probably the biggest draw to me to go there. Got to say, instead of slaving away in a factory, I could be serving beer to people under the living wage. Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's, nice. it's, it's a lot of money. Well, it's not loads of money, but it's a lot to be in a bar job. Yeah. But like, especially in Cardiff, which is a major city. So I don't know. I read all the booklet, and it just didn't seem sincere to me. Like I had all the information pack on the equity for punks and it was just like, this is literally just investment. Why did yeah. they just say? You just be honest about like, it. In, in Brewdog before, um, I've had, like, you know when you go in and you ask, like, oh, what, you can see what beers they got in, but you want to know, you know, what they're like. Yeah. There has been times where I've gone in and the guy I've spoken to or, or girl I've spoken to, they've known, they, they do know their shit, you know, and, and they, they do it, but there's a lot of times I've gone in there and the person who's serving me knows absolutely nothing. Well, that that actually really surprises me because you, yeah, Brewdog put you through what's called the Cicerone program, which is a like a an, a worldwide like exam you can take to be clued up on beer. So you have to have at least the entry level Cicerone qualification to work for Brewdog. There's been a so couple, I'm really surprised. There's been a couple of times the Brewdogs that I've gone in, not in Cardiff, I've never had any trouble. 
but the one in Cardiff, and it's not. This isn't like a regular thing. I've been in Brewdog Cardiff for a while now, actually. But I remember there was a, a, a few times where I've gone in and the person behind the bar didn't have a clue, you know, because I I drink primarily sort of whites, blondes, all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. They, they, you know, they couldn't recommend anything, or they couldn't even tell me what's the closest thing to it. Even if there's a close thing to it that I know isn't a blonde or something, that's fine. Yeah. But you know, it's just the sort of like blank stare back. When you mentioned, so like, can I have a waste, please, uh, Carlin? <laughs> <laughs> but at least, unless they got a guest on, that's not something they would ever do. That's that. That's that line between traditional brewing and craft beer. There's no trendy waste beer. It isn't. It's just either traditional German or Belgian brewers that will generally. I'm not saying that it doesn't happen. You do get craft beers that brewers that go through every single style, and they will brew their own waste beer or whatever. But like as a rule. You don't like, oh, you're a brand new craft brewer. They've just come out with a waste. It just never happens. Well, no, it's just Britain. I don't know. I, 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 I firmly believe Britain don't, well, British breweries don't know how to make a decent Weiss beer. That's, uh, well, when we went to Belgium, it was everywhere. Everywhere, I do feel like I, I, I was born in the wrong country <laughs> over in Belgium. Definitely. Well, Belgium got the whole spectrum of yeah. an amazing beer. Like, Germany has a lot of Weiss as well. Yeah. But it's like, a lot of lager as well. No? A lot of lager. Yeah. Yeah. Problem is, I mean, I, I've got, I've gone to your Belgium and and, and and things and and even your Holland and whatnot, and I come back here and it's just like everything's just shit. Like you know, it's spoiled too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 when, when you've had when you've had the best beer, we're talking like the best beer yeah. in the world, then you come back here, it's just like oh. You know? Think of all the craft and, and beer heads that are in America and people they fly and so far over across the world just to go to Belgium yeah. for that reason and, we, and it's literally across the pond. From us. I mean, we're and, really lucky in that respect. Until, until you've had these these um, these up and coming kind of craft brewers, uh, you know, people like like Arbor, for example, and, and Pressure Drops and them like and I mean, until all these kind of things come about, I. I Bold statement, but I always think the UK just generally hasn't really done beer. We're not really known for beer, like never have been. It's Main, known for mainland Europeans say that as well. Yeah, the <laughs> they, they, they're not, not shy beer, in like. saying. But then, like chip beer, England lagers, beer. people, lagers will, is all we've had. Lagers will champion it. Well, funny enough, all that lager fucking came from Europe and pretty much throttled the only thing we did have as a beer tradition, which was cask beer. And there was European lagers that fucking just nearly killed all that. That's why camera came about was to fucking try and... Carlsberg. Yeah, but we, we have <laughs> damn you, Carlsberg. <laughs> we, we we have a watered down version of of their slightly better tasting lagers. It's essentially yeah, what exactly. We have. It's all on, again another another point is that you don't if you if you buy a Heineken you're not drinking Dutch Heineken. You're it's drinking not, something not. that's brewed Heineken tastes so much nicer in Holland. Yeah, yeah. They don't use the um, CO two injection systems like on their bar. You go to a bar here, you you. So you buy a keg beer, so like a, a, a lager, you pour it, and somewhere along the way, CO2 is being forced into the beer. Whereas in, I don't know how they do it differently on the continent, but you don't get bubbles in the beer. You know what I mean? It comes mm-hmm. out, but you've obviously got the head on it, but it's not yeah. forced carbonated. Oh. So that's the major difference. But you, I don't know where, where that came about, why you, they started doing well, you, that. Well, UK Amstel, for example, I recently had some UK Amstel, and it, and it more or less basically, it says it's like kind of, Brewed under the watchful eye of Amstel, more or less. It's, it's just not Amstel. It's cheaper to brew it here. But they kind of they kind of saying, yeah, you can you can call that shit Amstel, more or less. Maybe that's check it. our logo that's on exactly it. Exactly. We'll, we'll we'll green light there kind of thing. They right? don't. Nobody wants to say that's what's happening, but that's exactly that's, what's happening. Yeah, yeah. They yeah. just send like one manager from the big HQ over and are like go on oversee this. Yeah, it's like, like, like when they send Mr. Bean over to America. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> in not the really like movie. Doctor Bean, yeah, yeah, totally like that. <laughs> but it's, it's surprising how many people think that. 
it's surprising how many people think Castlemaine and Foster's is brewed in Australia, and the people who think that Guinness is brewed in Ireland. Like I know a lot of it yeah, is because yeah, yeah. we're quite close to it. Foster's is a very Foster's a very good example. Foster's they, is a good example. Australians don't they? They hate Foster's. They hate it, yeah. It's shite. Yeah, yeah it's absolute. Yeah. You know, What's the other one? What's the other one they hate? The other Australian beer? Castlemaine Four X. I think it's that one. Possibly, is I don't know one? any other Australian beers. Is a red it's Foster's the main one? But it's not Foster's is the main one. It's like Marlboro, isn't it? Do I talk about cigarettes? Marlboro, like in anywhere in the world, is like the bottom of the barrel brand. And in this country, it is like one of the most expensive fags you can buy, like second to silk. You, maybe. you probably silk couldn't even crazy. buy a pint of Foster's in Australia. Most have probably never even heard of Foster's. Should we go find out? <laughs> Crikey. All right, that's the end yeah. of this cast. We're going to Australia. <laughs> <laughs> but going back to the definition of craft beer, and this is why I brought Brewdog up in the first place, on that section on their website where it says, what is craft beer? They waffle on for ages um, in their own way as they do. I just fucking whacked that line. Oops. They waffle on in their own way as they do um, about how people claim that craft beer is undefinable. But in a typical Brewdog way, they were going to go ahead and define it anyway because they don't give a shit what anyone thinks and so on. So wait for this. This is Brewdog's official definition of Drum craft roll? beer. You do need a drum roll for this shit. Brewdog's definition of craft beer is any beer brewed by a craft brewer in a craft brewery. <laughs> what? Legit. <laughs> Yo, dog, I heard you like craft. So they build it up. Paragraphs and paragraphs of this punk ethic shite, and then they finish with that, literally. Um, so just got a round of applause for that. That's an unbelievable fucking insightful revelation. What? So if cause say, oh, yeah, this is a craft brewery, then bam. By Brewdog's definition, they're a craft beer. If cause are convinced that they are legitimately craft Brewers, then yeah. Don't some big breweries release craft beer. They do indeed. That's a, ah. that, is a, that, is a, that is a talking point right there. They're definitely hopping on the trend there. Mm. Just repackaging stuff to look like craft beer like as well. Like brains. Brains are bastards for There's it. a lot of people guilty of doing that. <laughs> no, uh, respect, no disrespect to brains because they are a traditional Some, some, of, the, some of the brains are nice though. They, they are, are indeed. They the are. Black Mountain one is 10 out of 10. The Barry Island IPA bit muddy the width is uh, alright speaking before we go any further actually because we're just talking about brews now I've got some here that I want us to try as we're going through smashing so um, I'm going to break them out now just because we're we are getting stuck in and uh, we're not dragging Tom unfortunately uh, I can't share Soba it with bastard I'm not going to be sharing these with you unfortunately how long no how long it has been 11 months and 6 days fair dude shit man guys to the day to the day not counting, I swear. So this is um, Mikola that we mentioned just now. Really, oh Christ, I can't even remember what country they're from. Denmark. They have a really charismatic guy running them and he does all these like, online shit. on the back. They just opened a bar in London in collaboration with Rick Astley. Rick like, Astley? He actually owns the bar with them. No way. They've done loads of beers with Rick Astley, man. He's like brewed with them several times. They must, they must have one called like Never Gonna Give You Up or something. Surely. No, no. They're... Well, they're no strangers to beer though. Mm. Oh. <laughs> went there, he went there. Oh, I, I, feel, I feel dirty. I know the first one was called Northern Hop, but I don't know what the rest Is, of them are Can called. I just say that Rick into his craft beer then? Yeah. Or? He wasn't, but the guy, I can't remember this guy's name and I'm, I'm going to kick myself because any beer hipsters listening to this are probably going to castrate me. Um, but he's a huge Rick Astley fan. So he got in touch with Rick Astley asking if he wanted to collaborate on a beer. Because they do all this stupid like collaboration stuff. Like Mikula, they do all these weird... Like they're the ones that got that Oh, Hi Merck. Um, oh, the Tommy Wiseau. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're kind of up on I'd love to on. try one of them, by the way. That's uh, that's something that... Uh... That's Mikula San Diego branch. So I think the chances of us getting one of those are quite low. I'm surprised um, David Asseloff hasn't tried his hand in it yet. I mean, I'm sure Brains would pick up David Asseloff. He loves his beer. Just a nice guy. He's it also got really the, uh, the Welsh connection. Of the, the Welsh connection, amazing. UK. 
So this is this is Mikola's um, stick a finger in the soil. Uh, it's actually in Danish underneath, but I don't know how you say that. And it's a pale ale. Um, give it a go. Try and say it. Give it a go. It is, uh, should I try and read it out? Yeah, give it go a go. for it. Go for it. We can yeah. always Google Translate it later. Stick and finger in Jordan. Mm. Very well. <laughs> Stick a very finger well in Jordan. I'd rather <laughs> fucking not. Thank you very much. Um, Might not come back out. But yeah, I've always I've been chasing Mikola for ages. Um, you see the Mikola cans in the in like craft beer shops. And oh, so on the nose, that's incredible. Yeah. It costs a fortune. But now they've been picked up by Marks and Spencer. So the core range of Mikola stuff is in Marks. You can get this. Oh, that's pretty cool. This is now my favourite widely available beer. So it's almost the mainstream beer. It smells, it smells really nice. It, smells and it does brilliant. taste nice, but I think it smells nicer than it tastes. Beautiful colour. Beautiful smell. It smells to me like what Punk IPA smelt like to me. When I first started drinking it, I was like, what the hell? This is like. It smells better than Punk IPA. <laughs> oh, great. Yeah, it's, oh, Punk, it's better than Punk IPA. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm just going to move away from the microphone to take a big uh, gulp of this. A quick taste on day a second whilst we have a sip. <laughs> oh, it's amazing. Oh, it's a cracking colour in there. It's kind of got like the Elvis juice kind of fruitiness going on to it. It's not very hoppy though, which is it's a bit disappointing, nice. but it smells amazing. It's also worth noting at this point while we're actually trying beer. That our own Gene Jenkins does have a YouTube channel, <laughs> and I know you haven't done anything on it in a while, but nope. it's something that you could always go back to. And you've said that you might go back to it. I might go back to which it, which yeah. is uh, the Welsh beer snob. The Welsh beer snob. Yeah, the, the videos are there to enjoy. You know, yeah. they're, they're, they're not going there anywhere. The they're still no. It's just me talking shit about beers, like I'm doing now, but just me in front of a camera. And we did some homebrew stuff and some collaborations with this weirdo that lives down the road called Die Dangerfield. Do you like guy with the beard? The weird guy with the beard. Mm. Yeah. I haven't seen him for ages, actually. Irish fella. We should bring him on for a podcast so we can get old of him. That'd be cool, yeah. actually, yeah. 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 Uh, yeah, yeah he's a bit of a conspiracy nut, isn't he? Yeah, give him a text. <laughs> Likes his David Ike. Loves his David. Does. <laughs> Speaking of which, I've actually got a reptilian brew uh, coming up different to me uh, in a moment. What is it, man? Segway. Uh, I could talk about it now, by all means, if yeah, you go want, for but it. we're not going to try it for a while. Um, it's uh, an electric bear brewing company who've actually got um, a really strong reptilian um, theme going on. One of the last brews I tried with them, with yourself, obviously, was... Lizard uh, people. Lizard people, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, sour. Mango sour, was it a mango sour? Yeah, this one is a triple fruit sour, however. Shit, Same range, similar kind of vibe, artwork. Um, I love the whole reptilian thing with them, though. That they've, uh, I'm hoping there's many more collaborations Those, with reptilians. The, the artwork of that reminds me of the Space Pope from uh, Futurama. The what? The Space Pope. There's like a crocodile pulp thing. Oh, he's, he's a background yeah, yeah, yeah. character. He's I, know, I think I know the one you're on about. Yeah. Space pulp. Yeah, just because he's on a throne, like, and he's a crocodile. I think. Thing. I think this. Uh, this. I'd like to know more from this brewery if they are listening at any point. Um, uh, I, I generally think they they back in the whole reptilian thing. They I like. I like to think they're aware of it all and um, uh, oh, are playing upon it all. They're, yeah, they're quite local. Eh? What did you say in Bath? I think they're from. Oh, we did speak to Mister oh. Mister Pop and Hop. Mr. And Pop and he, he, he said he. that. Uh, where did he say it was from? Bath, yeah. Bath, yeah. That's right. Bath. Oh. I wonder if Electric Bear has any reference <laughs> to Blade Runner. Oh, just a uh, bit of wind there. It could... Um, <laughs> Send him a message could for well me. Be I want to electric sheep thing. Yeah. I don't know the significance of the electric sheep, so I don't know how you would... Uh, it's like the status of the better elect- uh, animal you are, uh, you've got your own as a pet, the, the more status you got in... We'll, oh, okay. We'll go back to this so, in a moment, though. I, yeah. I feel people will a bit, get a bit confused. We'll That's go fine. back to that in a moment, this, actually. Let's cap off this um, definition of craft beer section, then, and that is um, with this final paragraph that I wrote earlier. Um, so Brewdog and the Brewers Association decide the main consensus of craft beer cannot be... The main consensus is that craft beer cannot be 
explicitly defined. People have different ways of measuring what is and isn't craft. And there's a lot of argument about it, especially online. Um, but primarily the key ingredient to making something craft is innovation. Um, somebody should tell that to every brewery who's just released a hazy IPA within the last 12 months. But yeah. it is it is like if you're innovating and you're on the edge, the cutting edge of the beer world, and technically you're a craft okay. brewer. I don't know how true that is. I mean... But that's that's the that's the most uniting thing I can get from all different sources is is the innovation part. Even though the uh, Brewers Association definition didn't actually mention innovation at all, so there we go. Um, yeah, um, right. So that's that bit over with. Now we've defined craft beer. I think um, with, I think with that, I think we're gonna enjoy these brews and we're gonna hear from a few sponsors. We actually yeah, picked yeah. up. We've got to get that paper, man. That's right. We so. got to. We got to. We got to. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We got to sell out to buy in, as they say. I don't know if they actually say that or not. But yeah, here's a word from our sponsors. Welcome to Magic Mike's Motorcycle Emporium. They're all facts, and you haven't got MOT or license. Come on down. We're next to the chippy on Malpas Road. Come get them for the scrap. He does. Let me fucking tell you. Is your kitchen countertop safe enough for your little cherubs? Cleanse it with holy fire! Has your beloved pet curled out in ungodly sin on the floor? Don't just wipe it up. Cleanse it with holy fire! Busy Christian moms mean frequent hot boilovers. Cleanse it with holy fire! All-purpose product can be used for sinks and shitters too. Cleanse it with holy fire! Only $7.77 from all of the retailers! Or for oven stains that won't just budge, try all new Searing Eternal Hellfire! Trial price of £6.66 where stocks last! back and um so we're going to continue now on the steamroller aren't we going to do the history of uh, beer and the history of craft beer before we uh, i guess second to slagging off brewdog again which i'm sure will happen um before the end of the uh, end of the episode um so as we will expand on over the episode i'm sure um there is many different beer traditions from around the world some hundreds if not thousands of years old i'm sure you did a little bit of research into this didn't you yeah good this. god beers uh i think it was uh six thousand years old was the the oldest one on record anyway in the sumerian age with the fucking mesopotamian or madness and wonder if some like checker shirted lunatic has salad one of them maybe worth fucking millions six thousand years brewing well anchor anchor brewing company actually tried to replicate the um they, they on they had it on tablets see i think it was all right, so they tried to rebrew the recipe. Yeah, in the yeah. 5th century BC, they had the first documentation of how to brew the actual ale. Jesus. So, yeah. I bet that, that tasted a... like shit. <laughs> <laughs> they, they got a description of beer, actually. Um, like liquid bread. I we were think. able to taste the Nankasi beer, which is the name of that, that goddess, uh, the brewing goddess with the fertility goddess. It's a dry oh. taste, lacking in bitterness, similar to hard apple cider. There's a Nankasi beer that... Wild beer do that tastes like cider. Ah, oh, there we I go. I didn't know Ninkasi was a god or Ninka- was it Ninkasi or Nin Nankasi? God of brewing. Nin. Yeah. Nin. Decent. God of brewing. God of brewing, fertility, and the harvest, you was. So is she saying I should spunk in my own brews? I think yeah. that's probably what she's saying. Well, if you think of yeast, though, 
when you put when you finish your homebrew, you smash a big fucking sachet of yeast in there, and they all come alive, and they start chewing up all the sugar and turn it into alcohol. So like a beer is a living thing. So I can see the links to fertility there, definitely. Yeah, yeah. You know, what's the name of that guy who came down from the sky and shagged the earth? What was his name? He's in, he's on the big mouth. Was he Enki? Enki is it? Was Enki some Scientologist? No, no, no Enki is a uh, fucking Anunnaki fucking craziness. Ah. Yeah, when he came home, came down from space and stuck his really in a couple of volcanoes and uh, seeded the earth. Ancient Babylonian, was he, son? Yeah. Was he? Yeah. <laughs> he was. Yeah, Funny spot enough. on. Babylonians from space. <laughs> Fair enough. Okay, so there's that whole thing there. Um, but when did, this is this is the question, on focusing in on craft beer rather than the 9,000... 6,000 BC, no, that's 8,000-year-old history of beer. When did traditional beer, real beer, microbrewing, all this shit that's always existed, when did that all of a sudden blow up and become craft beer? It started like with too. things like Hobgoblin and things like that, I suppose. And I think it started in America, to be honest with you. I think they perfected uh, the early craft beer thing. Was, would that have been with Miller and people like that at first? Miller? Yeah, do you think? Because Miller's pretty old, isn't it? Miller that's a is lager, quite, it's an old it? lager. I wouldn't have said Miller. No. Scholars, is I would have said, funny, that's stuff like Anchor. Cheers. You mentioned Anchor and like uh, Sierra Nevada. Oh, and Sierra Nevada, Flying yeah. Dog and all this shit. They're like the first rage, the first era of IPAs. Flying like, Dog. IPAs, traditional form of mm. beer, but like they're the ones that kind of done it. I love those uh, Flying Dog bottles. Oh, they got the Ralph Steadman artwork the on Ralph them. Steadman. They're fucking awesome. They are good. They get a bit confusing because they all kind of got dog-related names. And they've all got Ralph Steadman art. Yeah. So I've, I'm always a bit like, which ones have I actually tried? His um, art is out there, though. I've just crazy. bought a huge Fear and Loathing poster. It's about, I don't know, maybe about three feet wide and two feet high. What's and it's, it? it's the, the car scene. So when you ah. open the book and it's like half the page is the car and you've got the, the attorney or whatever driving the car and he looks like a fucking bug and it's got a shit growing out of his head. It's amazing. Um <laughs> So yeah, looking past these traditions to the birth of craft beer as a wider whole, I think, as usual, we have to look to a country that is either has no traditions or has just stolen them from someone else. America. Um, of course. Uh, of course Americans perfected craft beer. Of course they fucking did. Um, they perfected... The greatest country on earth. Greatest country on earth. I tried to do a Donald Trump impression. Didn't work. Jesus lives there. Jesus lives in America, he does he? Yeah. yeah. Well, these Jesus. days... Yeah. Is that where he is? Yeah. I was just trying to do a Donald Trump impression, but I just realised I wouldn't know where to start doing a Donald Trump voice. China. <laughs> <laughs> Huge. Nobody as great as America. Okay, we are the greatest country. That I can tell you. <laughs> so America, they perfected craft beer. They perfected cheeseburgers. They perfected arms deals. They've, they even lead in the world on legalising weed, to be fair. Them what? and Canada. You Puerto know Rico, I mean? man. Yeah, but that's tiny in it Amsterdam they didn't legalise it's decriminalised ah, true that you know what I mean like full blown there's parts of America where it's fully legal you know Colorado Colorado being the main one maybe there's yeah. another one there's two isn't there two states yeah they, got, really they, they got their integrity they got their integrity they got their integrity <laughs> <laughs> yeah they're pretty good at loads yeah. of stuff and so. then Canada obviously most recently where shop where shop shelves were empty <laughs> i don't i don't know how true that was though oh the sweet shelves yeah the yeah. sweet shelves and food shelves were just empty after the like, i don't know how true that was it's gonna be like war zones good. on mcdonald's dry foods and <laughs> yeah. all this. we can't legalize weed people are gonna buy tacos but it's just instead of people fighting each other because it's canada it's just everyone apologizing to each oh, other i'm sorry sorry <laughs> sorry sorry so I, I watched this documentary on youtube which 
basically in a nutshell said that in the 90s there was like a big backlash at um well a natural backlash at just legions of bland macro lagers that's all you could get in america as far as beer was concerned it was just lager you know what i mean your bud light your ice beers your your smooths extra smooth all this shite you know so small independent breweries began to take seed all over the country working with traditional recipes from around the world that either inspired them or even looking back to before the prohibition to see what people were drinking then instead of just glorified fucking rice water that lager essentially is prohibition um, was a mad one wasn't it? that's a fucking mad trip the prohibition is insane now they banned alcohol crazy you know? It just just shows that they ban anything and it pumps a black market out the other end. Like, it's, yeah. does it's it is, te- uh, is Tennessee still dry? Meh. I don't know. <laughs> no, I don't. Where they brew Jack Daniels? I'm sure what it is. I, I'm pretty sure I read that. This um, is a dry county boy. <laughs> they're not allowed to sell alcohol, but they're allowed to sell glass bottles with alcohol inside. That's just weird. I know. I don't know if it's still in effect. Simpsons done an episode on this as well, didn't they? They did Rex. Rex Banner. Rex, Rex Banner. Rex Banner. And they, they send him off in a catapult at the end. <laughs> they test the catapult with a cat. Yeah. <laughs> really good. I love that episode, the beer baron. Yeah. And his, his fucking house is exploding and stuff. It's great. Man. Bowling balls. Just mm. good, though. <laughs> great. Um, so that, like, initial spurt of new breweries, and then obviously it kind of caught on and went a bit more worldwide. Um, that, before it became big business in itself, took beer back to the grassroots as such, to the artisans, to the craft, uh, and started a global trend that would continue to rise year after year and continues to do so to this very year. These are slightly outdated figures, but from April 2016 to April 2017, craft beer rose to cover 26% of the UK's entire beer market or industry. Um, mm. So I don't know if that's what was sold or what was made, but that's over a quarter of all beer sold or made in this country was craft beer or maybe big beers pretending to be craft beers yeah. like the shit you get in Tesco. Um, so obviously this has caused all the big dogs to set up and take notice. Um, those cigar-huffing lizard fuckers, um, of course, want a slice of the action and this has resulted, uh, unfortunately, in recent years with some high-profile mergers and acquisitions. Some of the high-profile UK ones to go first were London Fields, Camden Brewery and Meantime. Um, this is continuing to this very day, and the most recent one um, was, I think, Beavertown. That was the big, no. big sellout this year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which yeah, um, yeah. what was that? 2018. It was the summertime, I think. It was just before the festival. Before the festival, because um, everyone pulled out with the festival. And quit, what... quit drinking at the right time, then. <laughs> well, that's that's what we even got tickets so cheap to the Beavertown festival. It's because like half of the lineup had dropped out. Um, oh. But it was still bad. Fucking, it was still fucking class. That's pretty bad for them to pull out. I know, like, you know, it's principle and whatever, but it's pretty shit to commit that. And, like, people are looking forward to seeing your brewery. Exactly. There's a lot of lot of shitstorm online where, mainly with a lot of the trendy American ones had pulled out, people would be like, oh, the only reason I got tickets was, you know, to get to these breweries that I'm never going to be yeah. able to get beer from, and now they're not coming. And, like, to be fair to Beavertown, in the end, they did offer refunds. It certainly divided the uh, the craft beer community quite a bit as well. It did indeed. It, it didn't Pop and Hop stop selling Beaver Towns? Or was he just stopping anyway because they weren't really selling? What was he, the story on that? I, he did explain to me. I, I'm not too sure, though. Um, I, I think um, it was more of a case of uh, he was kind of phasing it out anyway before it happened, perhaps. I, I, I don't know. There they, are one or two places in Cardiff, in the city centre. Um, I know Kong's for one. They sell uh, was Gamery on tap. 
And there are I've seen uh, Beaver Town other brews on tap in other places in Cardiff yeah, yeah, as yeah. well, not just in like the craft beer places. Mm-hmm. So you can tell it's, it's gaining growth, probably not to the extent that Brewdog has, but it's gaining traction. So you can see what that investment has done. For I them. went to two pubs and a restaurant in Leeds when I was up there last year. Both the pubs had neck oil on, and then we went to the restaurant, and they were like, "I oh, yeah, what beer do they have?" And they had Gamory. So I was like, "Yeah." I thought, is, 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 is Beavertown from fucking Manchester or something? Is it really close? But now it's from London. So I was like, I don't know why it's so popular up here. But, you know, that's the place I've gone where it's just like everywhere you went, oh, it's three places. But like, yeah. it seemed like everywhere I had Beavertown on the go. Um, but like, it's in a weird place because it isn't super popular. Like, it's not in Tesco's or anything. Like, they sell it in Marks and Spencer and what have you. But you go to Tesco's or Asda, they don't have Beavertown there. Yeah. But I think that's the direction they're going with it because they just had a 50 million invest. Was it 50 million or 25 million? I really should have got the facts and figures. They had a massive investment <laughs> from Heineken. Um, and they've sold an undisclosed amount of the business. So anything up to 49% of Beavertown is now owned by Heineken. And they're going to build this Beaver World, it's called. It's like an attraction. I know. What a name! I just thinking of like eighties porn, but like yeah, yeah. it's like a it's like a Charlie and the Chocolate Factory type of vision for a brewery that you can come and visit, and that's obviously oh, right. going to also increase their output by crazy amounts. And it's it's like Cadbury's World, essentially. But, yeah. yeah, I think so. That's the idea. That going for good. It. The the owner of Beaver Town has ironically always been a spokesperson for like craft beer and independence of craft beer, so they've come under a lot of fire for selling out but he insists it's the right choice and going forward Beaver Town will continue to be independent of course he thinks it's the right choice he's, he's sleeping on a big bottom of money now yeah, yeah. <laughs> right he, was, he was never fucking poor anyway he's um, the guy who owns it, his name's Logan Plant he's the son of Robert Plant Led Zeppelin I had no idea that's crazy he was up we should have gone to one of his talks man get him to sign loads of his dad's shit like <laughs> never mind I, I, I had no idea there was a Led Zeppelin connection yeah yeah it's the son of a Led Zeppelin guy Little known fact on the top of the Led Zeppelin, my grandfather made plectrums with Jimmy Page. Made them with or for? for. Oh, Christ. That was random. Oh, yeah. How did that come about? Um, he was offered, he was when he worked in Merthyr College, and someone heard that he could literally make, because he's just very good at making stuff in general. And because um, this was when Jimmy Page lived up in, you know, north of Brecon, somewhere around there. Yeah, yeah. There. And. Um, yeah, they just heard about his sort of talent of making things, and he asked, "Could you make?" They got mass produced loads of plectrums of different sizes, different, different thicknesses, and all that. And he was like, "Yeah," and he made molds for them, printed them all in with the college, <laughs> and chucked them off to him. He took them on tour around the world with him, and he, he kept some. I think my dad's got some stuff. Yeah, that's pretty. That's sad. a really random but cool it's, fact. It's yeah. though, but he said that he lost the molds. He doesn't have the molds anymore. Oh no way! I was like, oh, they could have. He could have sold yeah, them yeah. for a bit. Like. So even if he wanted to remake them, they wouldn't be exactly the same I mean even it depends how, how close you want to get but like, yeah you know, the original moulds yeah. are gone man that's that's quite sad anyway yeah, yeah that's my random fact for the Led Zeppelin connection <laughs> <laughs> so just just finishing off on the history and then just running up to where we are in modern day um, the UK now this year um, has over 2,000 craft breweries um, which that is including yours no, no. <laughs> 2001 every joker thinks he can brew then it's going to be fucking well over 9,000 easily um, so that's as, that's as many breweries as there was in the 1930s it's never been that many since it's pretty astounding if you ask me um, as someone who's actively seeking out new beers all the time that's also pretty fucking exciting even though a lot of them probably taste like shit <laughs> uh-huh. um, these have almost sprung up overnight as well 60% of this increase has been in the last 5 years alone 
So when you think in 2015 there were only 1,600 breweries in the last, like, three years or whatever, you know what I mean? It's gone up by, what's, what's that, fucking 400? It's insane, really, how many are just springing up overnight. Do you think it's a bubble? That's it. That's another thing. It's, that's a quite a... Uh, it's not a popular subject, but it's, it's debated online quite a lot. I got a lot of the, the beer Twitterati on, online, and uh, that, is a, that is a subject that is no one can seem to agree on. Some people are like, no, it's going to keep growing and growing and more and more people become aware. And it's just a change in, in living. People don't want to eat and consume mass-produced shit. And people saying, like, it's, it's not, it doesn't go hand-in-hand in, hand in, but, like, hand-in-hand hand with, rather, but, like, the rise of, like, organic foods and, like, the whole vegan trend thing. Everyone's, like, yeah. just everyone's being more conscious of what they eat and drink. Not that I'm saying beer is good for you yeah. in any way, but they're more likely to pick up a four-pack of something that was brewed down the road and just smash another fucking 12-pack of Carlin down you for a tenner, you know what I mean? Um, so I don't know, I just think attitudes are changing. I don't think it's a bubble. I think it might it might boom and bust, but I don't think it's going to go just to get to a point where everyone's just sick of it, like it's dubstep. Not yeah. yeah. Dubstep. Yeah. <laughs> dubstep was fucking everywhere, man. No, no. You know what I mean? You used to turn into one extra when you were in the garage in, in someone's house. <laughs> having a spliff <laughs> just to put the dubstep wobbles on and then a year later it's on the fucking adverts on the telly like you know the new Nissan Micra and it's got like what 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 behind it yeah. like every fucking like big no. they're always a bit too late though yeah a little bit exactly too late. they just steal bits from these different smaller cultures yeah exactly mm. and it wasn't so much the drops you'd get in pop music but that dubstep beat like the um the really like doosh snare. Yeah. You always have like a really heavy kind of snare, a pendulum snare. Yeah. And, yeah, um, yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, so you have all these pop songs for that and you just be like, Man, like fuck, this dubstep was relevant like five synth, years ago. So there's synth stabs as well. Yeah. You we still get that now though. You do get that in, in bits now. It's forever changed the uh, yeah. the shitty history of pop music. <laughs> um Okay, so yeah, so craft beer has become in itself big business now. Um it's no longer small independent breweries it is you know with all these drinks giants want in a slice of the action it's more important than ever say the people on twitter anyway to remember what craft beer is and what it apparently stands for um as stringer bell from hbo's critically acclaimed the wire once said we got to remember what we got in this game for you or words to that effect so it's like she she um but yeah that's the thing and that moves on then to the section all I've got on, on selling out. But the thing is with the section on selling out, we've already spoken about my two main examples, which were Beaver Town and Brewdog. That's kind of done. So yeah. we've kind of fucking done it backwards, but Yeah. I think Burroughs fucking clucking talking I can. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, what what, what uh, so you're opening the reptilian overload to you? Yeah, the uh, the electric uh, uh, the electric bear brewing company, Reptilian Overlords. Um can I just read what the little Blurb on the back is Christ on you You go for it they haven't, Those Anunnaki Haven't got control Of your minds And you okay, so <laughs> What they're doing is uh, <laughs> Bow down to your Reptilian overlords uh, It says by there uh, They've infiltrated Your society And now they'll Infiltrate your taste buds Apricot <laughs> Passion fruit And mango Are completely Unrestrained In this Amped up Kettle sour Overly fruit forward And gently tart Warning, 
Warning. Does not contain real lizards. It's got it's got your hops. Uh, I am your, disappointed. disappointed. Your hops, your simcoe, your malts, your pilsner, your wheat, your flaked oats, uh, your flaked dextrin. Oats. Dextrin was dextrin. That's a sugar, isn't it? I, uh, Some sort of type of sugar. I, uh, shall I know what that a is? Flaked oats. Not that I'm an expert. Flaked on oats. Flaked have... oats in a fucking sour beer is, yeah, is a weird one. Flaked oats is the stuff you put in. Oh fuck! I'm sorry. Oh, that's yeah. incredible. That was loud as fuck. Just blown everything. Whoa. Oh, I can tell you've done uh, that before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is an interesting one. Uh... Oh, you can't. Which <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry about your table. This has oh, got yogurt sorry. in it. It's got yogurt in it. Lac- Lactobacillus. Lactobacillus. That is the weird bacteria they breed sours with. Breed sours? Um, <laughs> Brew sours. It's with. quite interesting. It's just quite an interesting one. You, Do you wouldn't know what? think it's a beer ingredient I was reading now. Sours originated in Belgium. With the Lambic and Goose styles, basically what they do is they put like the beer into a giant bath in a field and they would use the natural yeast from outside, would come in and fuck the beer and it would make Lambic. So a kettle sour is one that's done in a controlled environment, a kettle, um, because obviously you can only make those styles in Belgium because only that yeast lives in that part of the world. So lactobacillus and stuff is one of the strains that they created to make stuff like that. I'm now, Pointless uh, be a fact for you right there. The sours are fucking fantastic. If you get sours right, which is hard to get right because you're literally making gone off beer. You know what I mean? So, like, if you can get it right, then it, it's fucking brilliant. It's like a fine wine mixed with vinegar. You can't beat it. Like, oh, would you look at the colour on that? It's bright yellow. What's look the shelf that? life on those sours, though? If, right. if it's like close to going off, doesn't that mean it's got less shelf I got to life? The, the Lambics are years. Um, they can go for years. The older they are, the more they, the price they get. I tried at a yeah. twenty four. To be honest, I'm not, I'm not a fan of that smell. I'm not a big sour drinker though. It's bright yellow. It's fucking bright yellow. I had a twenty fourteen oh, uh, Tilquin. If you could goose, see the color on this, that cost me like seven quid. So they, they keep them for a while anyway. It's part of the whole stick of it. But some people keep them for years, and obviously they're worth way more. Tell you what might be an idea. Uh, seems as we're probably going to be getting a social network presence. Do you want to take pictures? I maybe, was just going to say uh, that, honestly. Uh, yeah, not a problem, not an issue. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll put these up on our Instagram page, which I believe is at Steecast. Is that at, the... Uh, well, Instagram is that as well now, isn't it? Yeah, so yeah. it's at Steecast on Instagram. It's at Steecast on Turkey Twizzler, Twitter, um, if you're a vegan. And um, what else have we got? Facebook. We haven't got Facebook presence just yet. Not just yet, no. That, Turkey Twizzler. Do you know what, what, I call Twitter Turkey Twizzler for some reason. Ah. I just do. Just... <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this it's actually is the... isn't as bad as I thought it was. <laughs> you can definitely yeah. tell it's got those flaked oats and stuff. It looks just like a New England IPA. It doesn't look like a sour at this all. This is lovely, son. The respect. It's not too sharp. It's got that creaminess, which will counteract the bitterness oh, it's lovely. of the sharpness rather yeah. of the, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. the sour. So I was expecting something very sour. Yeah, so was I. This, this, after, is, this is lovely. It's quite light. You know, it's it's nice. After the other rep, reptilian one you had before, I was very sour. I was very sour. Yeah, yeah. that's amazing. This is lovely. Really nice. This is well done, Mister Pop and Hops. A shout out to Pop and Hops. <laughs> yeah, shout out to Pop and Hop. Um, yeah, um, our local. Or would you call that independent craft beer store? I suppose. If you do, yeah, if you do live in or around the Cardiff area, Pop and Hops is the place to check the out. The place to go if you're yeah. a hipster. All they it sells is craft beer and yeah. vinyl. That's all it sells. Yeah, and he's also a lovely chap as well. And talk the arse off a blind monkey. Yeah. Well, this this is lovely. <laughs> this is lovely though. This is absolutely lovely. They're doing tasting events now, which we need to get to. I'm yeah, being totally. really awkward with my rotor at the moment, and I can't get to one. But um, there's one coming up in December now. Well. I would happily buy more of these. It's nice, nice sour. 
Yeah, it's not this too sour. I like no. a sharp sour, but it's, I don't know what they mixed it with. I think it's the flaked oats and shit you said. Uh, takes the edge off it. Your passion fruit puree, your apricot puree, your, your mango puree, your, 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 your lactobacillus. Uh, sounds like a dinosaur. Yeah, totally down with this company, though. Um, love the artwork, and uh, this is this is a lovely brew. So let's move on. Seeing as we're on sours, let's move on to the uh, my uh, Euro versus British beer, then, as far as traditional beers go. We've kind of covered how crap British beer is, but, like, what's your favourite type of, like, Belgian style, then? Like, yeah, I like... think, Sean, I, I, I think you possibly would know my favourite uh, <laughs> Belgian uh, beer to have. It's uh... going to be a Weiss, is it? And the, the exact make and... So the exact brewery and brew as well, you want me to name it? It's going to be Blanche de Namur. Of course, Namur. yeah, Blanche de Namur or Namur, yes, of course. With that Trump heifer? Uh, yeah. Um, now, your Blanche de Namur, your Blanche de Namur, funnily enough, um, I once I once bought, bought it in, in Lidl's uh, in, in the town I live in, and I possibly paid like about... 99 pence a bottle for or something at the time I just thought this is you know a, a brew I'll probably be able to have lots more of never seen it ever again the only place I can ever get is when I'm out in Belgium or somewhere um, like if the younger me could go back I'd probably just bought everything that that shop had and, and in the stock room as well at the time just have to stock up on oh they didn't have it in Hopduval did they in Kent they didn't though I inquired there about it um, that's but weird they isn't didn't it didn't stock it there which is really odd well, the only place we saw it when we were on the Euro trip was probably the old nickel, the old nickel in Amsterdam. Maybe or did, it's or like did a, they have? Did they have Blanche in the market? I can remember buying a wine size bottle from somewhere. That was on the tour we did. They did have it then. They did. I bought a wine size bottle of it from. We went to a few beer shops. Remember, I stopped in some in did. Antwerp. When we went. What was the one? It might have been Blanche. They didn't have Blanche to Brussels, perhaps. Uh, I think um, was was Hop Duvel. Oh, maybe. Because they weren't in Brussels, so that's, those, a, that's a local beer to Brussels. Those two, though, are, are the, the top of, it, of of my game. Um, Blanche de Brussels and the, the Blanche de Neymar. Have you ever had a Blanche de Silly? We've uh, seen those, but we didn't have a Blanche de Silly. Didn't have that. I'll have to try one of those when we're out there. Yeah. We go back. We're going back to Belgium, apparently. In uh, Hi, Joe, I'm going back to Belgium um, <laughs> in April. I also really like um, the, the Carrefour, as you say it. I also really, yeah. I really like their own supermarket brand of whipped beer. It's, That's a French supermarket. It's lovely Carrefour. though. Carrefour. Right? They don't, their own brand. It's just called Blanche Wit, and Blanche it's Wit. lovely. It comes in a little pack. Hang on a minute. Doesn't that mean white? White. It's just, it's just, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> white beer essentially. They say yeah. in it, you know. So also in Belgium, you've got the Trappist styles, the Abbey beers, triples, doubles, and most importantly for you guys, the blondes and the, yeah. the Weiss. Yeah, great. Um, you don't tend to call them Weiss in Belgium. No. It's blonde, isn't it? It's blonde. Yeah. And a lot of that translates into the early beers oh. as well. They still have that really herby taste. Or wit. Yeah. Um, yeah. I really like the La Chouf, uh, obviously, as well. But that's really strong. You can feel your, you can feel your head hurting as you drink. It's kind of strong. Head fuck of a beer. It really is. Yeah, a couple of them, and you've got a headache. Like, the first time I ever had a Chouf was in Amsterdam. Uh, on the Café Amelot, and at like two o'clock in the afternoon, uh, a fat fucking bifter and a fucking le chouf, and it's, I was in it's bed. So strong, it's so strong, it's so ridiculous. Yeah, they're so good though. Then oh, they yeah. put them on draft in that Irish pub as well, and that is oh. that was a messy one. That was a good night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so again, if you mix the certain regions of Belgium with certain regions of France, you get like the Flanders beers, um, and you get the weird stuff. Then like the Creeks, the Lambics, and the Gers. 
I'm not sure if we brought those up or if I was talking to you off off. off no, we had Mike. Did we speak about girls? We did. We yeah, did I was just briefly, talking to yeah. you about lambics yeah, yeah. and Asian stuff. Yeah, that's yeah. that's cool. Um, yeah, and that was the kind of the origin of sours and these kettle sours, which are like imitations essentially of those styles. Um, going further west, traditional beer styles, which are often done by craft beers, uh, craft breweries. Uh, in Germany, you've got like the Weiss beer and about sixteen thousand different types of lager. I think Holland or Netherlands needs needs to get a, a mention here as well for lager because they've got some pretty good lagers, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you've yeah. got, um, what's it, Grosch, Amstel, Heineken even, real Heineken. Real Heineken, Heineken nice. yeah. Uh, and that leaves in this country um, real ale. So where do you stand on real ale? Um, there are certain ones that I think are quite nice. Um, the golden, sort of golden ale varieties. Yeah, are like, the ones, like a, your, are the yeah, ones I normally ale. go for. Yeah. What did you have the other day? That was a golden beer. Wainwright. Wainwright. Yeah, that's it, yeah. That's, that's a nice hot one. Adnams is another one. Adnams Broadside is one of the best craft, um, sorry, cask beers you can get, in my opinion. Yeah, Adnams is amazing. a nice one. You do the Adnams Jack ones, though, don't you? Like the Ease Up and all that. All mm. those, um, was that Kavatha beer any good? It was a bit muddy. It was a bit malty. Like, heavy, for, yeah. a, for a, you know, if it's a new brewery, man, it's, yeah, if I brewed, I'd be well happy. What's the brewery mm. called? I can't... Uh, Taft, Taft, Twin Taft, Twin Taft mm, Brewery. Yeah, behind I the had, foods. I had the Pindaren. I wasn't. I, I'm not a huge lover of, of like dark sort of stouty beers I, or ales rather. Yeah, I just didn't. I just didn't like it. it. wasn't wasn't my cup of tea at all. Not to say that's bad because you know I'm not the best judge of character for that. I've got a dark beer right here. It's winter spiced porter for us to try. Do you think that's something you very? I'll give it to try it. I'm up to try anything like. I'll save that one for last. I got a nice hoppy one to go on next. The um, the, the stuff your your your, your local um, Bradley Tuckloll is pumping out is is uh, pretty decent though. They are, yeah, they're a solid brewery, man. Oh yeah, yeah. Really underrated as well. Yeah, There's, totally. they, they have like no disrespect to them, but they don't have any buzz. Like they have a local buzz and the people they know, and they they're heavily involved in the Welsh speaking community, and they have a lot of people that come from from that community and, and go to their events and stuff. But like as far as like. You know the trendy beers in Wales. Like you won't find them at like. Say we did another uh, Tiny Rebel beer festival. They, I, you yeah. know, the likelihood of them being there very low. You know, yeah. but they were they were at the camera event that we went to. That's it. Yeah, camera is not trendy though, is it? No, it's not trendy at all. But no, they are <laughs> sandal wearing but freaks. They, <laughs> but they were at that <laughs> event though. You know, so they do. I'm they sure do. Had, um, out, I'm sure I've had. Uh, um, where have I had a? I'm not saying you, they probably have had it in, had in, places, in, yeah. in the Tiny Rebel bar somewhere. But like just yeah. generally, like people aren't buzzed about Tutlol. It's no, no, the not at all. No, it's a local brewer, and that's it. There's that's no what I like about it, though. I like the fact it's kind of just stayed as it is, and it's you know doing well as it is. And, and you can tell every time you go back there, their layout inside that brewery is changing. Like there's more tanks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Packed to the well, I'll be going to the next um, event they have. I can't remember when it is, but I'll, I'll I'll be popping down again definitely. They're one of those those brewers. December, though, I want to say rare brewers that don't see a definition between cask beer or real ale and craft beer like this those two worlds essentially yeah. they don't mix but there are brewers that will do both like they have the same beer in both formats tiny rebel do it as well not many people notice but if you tiny rebel do a new beer they'll do it in like can or bottle they'll do it on cask and on keg for people who like both that's the way to do you it i think so not like they've released a new ipa and then oh no i'm drinking that it's fucking on a cask pole it's gonna be flat so you can have the Bubbled version as well, if you wanted. Like, Making your two worlds. The difference with them, though, is they don't like with these craft beers, and you know, like the, the trendy sort of craft beer breweries. They target that sort of you know mid to late mid twenties to sort of late thirties audience. They do indeed. So, but 
took well don't no they don't know so that's probably why they don't appear in there those is sort of there places. is no target there no really they, they just want to pump out good beer exactly that's <laughs> exactly. what they want to do they haven't yeah. got like you know some fucking clickbaity marketing team fucking you know super colorful stupid art or anything i know they've got some really weird art on there but yeah. <laughs> it's still still quite cool and it's not as conservative then as other real ale producers like your family brewers and stuff that goes back like hundreds of years mm. like rumney for instance you know what i mean um another local company that i've been brewing for i don't know donkey shoes but like even now where small beer is more popular than it's ever been they just refuse to change. They have the same labels. They have the same four fucking beers. Like, nothing has changed. Well, stick like, to your guns, isn't stick it? Stick to your guns. they've been yeah. around for that yeah. long. But if you don't innovate working. and change and you're not doing good shit, then now, with the market so saturated, you're going to fall behind. And I think a lot of really mm. ill stuff will fall back because it's just not good enough. Like, Romney is a bad example because Romney are good. Romney are great. I love Romney beers. But so I think... Who can I throw under the bus? <laughs> what was the uh, what was the brew you had a bad experience with? So they were kind enough to give you um, a few freebies. Ah, that was uh, Felon Fiol or Felon. How you say it? I'm Welsh. I don't know how you say it. Is it Felon Fiol? Felon Fiol. Then I think. Sorry, they were the first. They're the first brewery to no. They were the brewery to pioneer canned beer through Europe. They were indeed. But, right. they, but they weren't the first brewery to brew, to put beer in cans. That was Kruger Brewery in America. And, and they made a specific beer for that can, but it was more like, I think, like a cream soda sort of thing. But what Fell and Fowl did was they developed the inner lining, sort of like the wax lining inside the oh, can okay. to keep it fresh. I, I always thought that they were the first. No. Nah. If that was like their claim. So I, what did they use before cans? Bottles. Bottles. Oh. They still do. <laughs> Just there's the argument that cans keep it fresher because there's zero light getting I'm pretty, in it. Yeah. I'm pretty sure, off the top of my head, I'm pretty sure that was it because I remember writing that as a quiz question. Before, but, yeah. I would have gone. Yeah, I fell in fuel. Fell in fuel. Yeah, yeah. the first trick question, eh? Yeah. Trick question, eh? Yeah. Hey, but, but like, like if the question was through Europe, then that would be fell and fuel. But like in the world, it was Kruger Brewery. But I guess like fell and fuel did pioneer that can, like the actual can that people use today. Yeah, for yeah. the world. Yeah, you look, they they big, look at the original ones. They look like WD forties. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> as we as we're slowly waffling on, I'm going to quickly open another beer. I know Gareth has still got that some of that um, op- reptilian overload left, but we'll we'll get a hey, bit Sean, of an orgy going. What are you opening? What am I opening? Well, this is the uh, Arba Osbom from. Uh, have I missed something? What do I miss? Just the genetic ah, question. Ah, right. I thought that uh, I thought I'd missed a joke, and I was being. Hey, Sean, stu- would you tell us what you're opening? <laughs> a beer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it is the Arva Osbom Aussie Pale Ale. Um, so Arva, uh, another favourite craft beer. Oh, Arva without the doubt. Without the doubt. They're from Bristol, so very local. Again, they do the whole cask thing. They keep it real on both sides of the coin. Um, this is a very light IPA. That's gone. My reptilian's gone, yeah. That's took me, done with. Took me your glasses, foes. I'm calling you my foes. Reptilian's done with. That's all gone. Right, yes. Yeah. Uh, stock up on the old Arbor. I'm not being biased, but I, I know the Arbor's just going to be it's fantastic. Be yeah, but, you know, I wouldn't expect nothing less. Like You say it's a dark beer. It does not look dark at all. Oh, no, that one's the dark one. Oh, right. I got one more light one to do first. On the nose? It's probably not as fruity as the. Uh, the colour one we had to no. start with. It's a little bit more muted. Have a sniff. What's that? What's them? What's them scents I'm getting there? Oh, either one. Either one. Either one. What's the, what's the scent I'm getting? What's the scent? So it's brewed with caramel, 
pills and plenty of Australian hops. Crikey, hence the name. Um, mm. Let's see if I can find uh, what, what hops are used in this. Galaxy. Vic Secret. Yeah, it's pretty easy got, drinking, that, isn't it? Very easy drinking, but it's yeah, 4.7%. Right. It's not too, not going to knock you on your ass. Lovely, hazy IPA. Oh, it smells fantastic. Not a bad smell there, yeah. <sighs> yeah, it's a lot more muted. Even though it's a bit more hoppier than that Mikula one, it's still easier drinking. So, oh, yeah. The bottle, it's got, it looks like a maple leaf and it's an Aussie pale. That's their logo. That's just confusing. Every single... I find them very confusing because every Arbor bottle looks exactly the same, except for the banner across the uh, bottom. It's any just, idea what Arbor means or is? not or? creative. I have no idea. I haven't got a clue. You know? I haven't got, a fo- I haven't got the foggiest old bean. I'm going to go to DuckDuckGo and have a look. DuckDuckGo, Can't go, even go. say Google anymore. Can't even Google it. No, I love how I say DuckDuckGo in it instead of Googling it. Okay, while you boys are Googling that, I yep. think we're going to take another break and okay. hear from our sponsors. Excellent idea. So, yeah. Okay. Amazing. Lost the flame in your marriage? Come to Nipple Twisty Swingers Club, the Rhonda Valley's first and only swingers club with OAP discount. Free entry at all hours for those over 65. Come and let it all hang out at Nipple Twisties. Find us at Hillcrest Drive, Paul. Have you had an accident in the last five years that wasn't your fault? We specialise in injuries in the workplace and with over 25 years experience in the field we work upon a no-win-no-fee basis. But don't just take our word for it. I tripped over my own dick when I was working in the warehouse and I said, have you got time for that? But the injury lawyer's there time for me. I said, I did better when Janice answered the phone but they sorted my claim out quick snap, bro. I can't fucking complain, really. All calls are monitored for training and monitoring purposes. We're back in the room. Um, just looked up the definition for the Arbor Beer now. Uh, apparently it's a shelter of vines or branches of the lattice we're covered with uh, climbing shrubs or, or vines. Oh, Christ. So I assume the artwork is, is vines. Weird it's thing. a leaf, weird. some sort of leaf, yeah. Yeah, it's a weird thing to name a beer after, though. What does their premises look like? Is it in a building that's covered in shit? And uh, they're just like, shit, we need a name for this fucking brewery, like Quick Snap. Quick, go look outside. <laughs> What's a fancy name for all this shit growing on the wall? That's not a Bristol accent, is it? <laughs> Do a Bristol accent, oh, matey. That's not a Bristol, it's Somerset. Uh, it's that area. Bristol's more kind of like, you go with the flyover. and uh, The flyover and down the farm and... Yeah, can't read all right. Talk like Stephen Merchant. Yeah, yeah, very much. Bottoms up, <laughs> bottoms up. <laughs> <laughs> so that leads us um, squarely into one of the final sections. I think I don't know if this will be a running theme on the Steve Cast or not. But last time we had the Magic or Metal Band or both um, or neither. Which one was it? Magic or Metal, metal Band or both? It wasn't. Yeah, it? I didn't do any neither's. I it thought was... that would be too hard. <laughs> <laughs> In a similar vein, this episode we have the beer or bullshit game. Now there's a lot of beers out there, especially these new trendy craft beers, that have stupid, stupid fucking names. So I have compiled a list of names. A lot of them are quite rude. And uh, it's up to my fellow Steegs to uh, decipher whether or not they are legit brews or just complete shit. I'm going to write down scores. That's a very good idea. That's something I didn't do properly last time when uh, it was a bit of a mess. I didn't know it all up at the end. Um, 
so do the same as last week. I'll just be like, give her the name of the beer, and then you can just discuss amongst yeah. yourselves, and then we'll get a final, final say on it. Okay, so the first beer or bullshit tramp stamp, real, real. You say, yeah, real. I'm gonna say real as well. Tramp stamp is a is a Belgian style beer brewed by an American brewery, so everyone gets a point for that, I guess. Points all round. Okay, Nat's chaff. <laughs> One more time. Nat's chaff. Real. As in Nat. As in and I'm going to say... Is it G-N-A-T. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, going to, I'm going to say that's possibly a cider, even. Um, we've got cider. Oh, real. Okay, it counts as real. Ciders count, unfortunately. I'm going to say... Real. Bullshit. It is bullshit. Okay. Oh. Richard on on a good one. Because to me, Nat's chaff sounds like an old man. Like, you go into, like, Weatherspoons and they guess deals. Nat's chaff would be one of them. I was like, <laughs> yeah. that could be a fucking doozy. <laughs> Cornish knocker. That's real. That's a cider. It's not a cider. That's real, I reckon. No, it's real. It's not a cider. Are you going with real as well? I'm going with real. <laughs> it is real, yeah. It's a terribly named Cornish ale. It used to have... They've changed it now because they've got all these new um, labels on, on the whole range. But originally, it was a guy in like one of those like 3pm paedophile coats. Oh, fla- Flashes Mac. Yeah, Flashes <laughs> Mac. You don't want me saying that word. <laughs> Flashes Mac. Flashes Mac. And it's like him holding his thing open and instead of his novices, Cornish knocker. I remember that. I've seen terrible, that. Terrible. I've seen that. Yeah, I've seen that. And they had Betty Stoggs as well was another beer they had which was just like big titted barmaid holding all these <laughs> ales. Um, anyway, moving onwards. Pussy Juice. Oh, now I know there is an energy drink called Pussy, Pussy, Pussy isn't yeah. there? I have a dicker. I'm going to say it's real. Oh. Yeah, I know the real. Oh, yeah, I'm going to go real. Fuck. I, I thought that would be the one everyone goes is fake, but it was real. Um, it was an Australian um, beer that caused a massive um, public backlash for that brewer. I can't remember what they were called. But they had this thing where different members of staff would name their beers um, and they called this like New England IPA really juicy hazy bomb mm. and they called it pussy juice um, internet went a bit mad about it and they apologised and changed the name but ironically um, it was named by a girl and for that reason it's called pussy juice because it was it wasn't I don't think it was brewed by the girls but there's a lot of girls in that brewery and uh, they wanted it to reflect <laughs> it was a really badly done but like you know there's a lot of like a kind of cheeky names for beers and <laughs> I used to be Mike Grant. People were like, Yeah, you can't call it a beer pussy juice. Imagine having to ask female bar staff, Oh, love some pussy juice and all this. But it was actually a woman that came up with that name. So but they got those fucking shots called blow job and fucking yeah, sex on the beach. And, yeah. We don't want that shit in our craft beer scene though, dude. <laughs> what? Blow job. <laughs> yeah, fucking blow job. Son of a bitch. True. Is is a beer. What do you reckon, Carl? It's a bit of crap name. It's a crap name for beer, isn't it? Probably real, but it's crap name. I'm going to say false. I'm going to say bullshit. It is real. Ooh. It is Bull Mastiff from Cardiff. Bull it's Mastiff. real. And it's Son of a Bitch. I know, I know this son, son of a Beach is over the Tembi Brewing Company. Son of a Beach is a Tembi one, yeah. Yeah. So Son of a Bitch is a strong... Like, you say real as well, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Overall level, though. It's a local brewery as well. So I'd like to go into the borough in Cardiff and be like, hey, you son of a bitch. Give me a son of a bitch. I don't see how many times I can say that without getting my head kicked in. Um, but yeah, it's a real beer. Terrible name, but it is real. Um, is real? Is real? Did you just do that, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, <laughs> um, The Little Rimmer. 
That's got to be false. That's got to be bullshit, man. That's got to be bullshit. So Rich is firmly in the bullshit camp. It's got to be bullshit. Um, I'm saying real. It's going for the real. What about you, Tom? Where do you stand on the little rim? <laughs> it's edgy enough for it to be real, so I'm going to go real. It is false. Oh, it's not real. It's bullshit. Good. I thought that would be a good one because it's like it doesn't really make any sense. It's like what will help with the fuck's the little rimmer? So I was like, yeah, let's, I'll chuck that in and see if anyone. Okay, soup. 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 If it is real, that's a shit name for a beer. Terrible name. True. Tom's going true. Real. He's going real. Bullshit. It is real. Oh, Garage project soup. Me. I bought a can of it the other day with you. It had the word soup written in like alphabet soup letters. Oh, Christy. Okay. Hair in the mailbox. Real. Real. How do you spell hair? H A I R. Bullshit. It is true. It is another one of these Mikola weirdos. You can get it in. Oh. It's down in Marks and Spencer's right now, next to this. Hair in the mailbox. Yeah, great. Um, okay, moving onwards. There's a beer in my fridge and I'm thirsty. True. Yeah, that'd be a full-on craft kind of sounding name. If that doesn't exist, then that that's, that should exist. I'm going to go with bullshit again because I've said bullshit a few times and I've been wrong. It's like, real. Oh my Christ! It's like it's really. I think between Cloudwater and Lervig, so it is super hipster. Craft. Yeah, that's full on. It's one of the first end. craft beer ones, and also the first beer I ever bought from Pop and Hop. I think Christ. I figured out the. I think I figured out the trick to this. Uh, there, there is no pattern to this. I don't know what. I'm just saying true to all of them, and I'm doing, I'm doing pretty well. I'm doing pretty well. <laughs> okay, um, thong remover. False. Bullshit. How you stand on that one, guy? The thong remover. Been removing many thongs recently. Uh, Just remind I, you that men can also wear thongs. I'm saying is, I'm going to say that's that's false. It is true. Christ, oh, wow. it's an American beer. Oh. We're a terrible name. Trying to, trying to play mind games with that and go false, but <laughs> okay. So the Bruges Trappists number ten. I don't know what ten is in Belgium. Bruges, what, what, what about it? Bruges Trappists number ten. True or false? Yeah, that's that's real, isn't it? I don't know about the number ten bit. Bruges Trappists. False. Tens are you, Trappist stuff is usually 8, 10, and 12. So it's like the medium strength one, if it's real. Uh, I'm going to say bullshit. Bruges, I'm going to Trappist, otherwise we would have went there. Yeah. I don't know, I don't know, no. I'm going to say bullshit. Know. You lost me on that now. We did go to Bruges. Yeah, we didn't day. go to the... Tra- if we were in Bruges, we would have went to the Trappist place. We, we were literally in Bruges for like about 15 minutes, so... In lovely Burger King. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. I was going to go with Joe. I was like trying to sell. Let's go to the Bruges Christmas market. But we went there and it was fuck all there. Yeah. It was like a couple of stalls selling like gnomes and shit. And was, Five you stalls. Went, you went back to Bruges? No, but I was going to. I was going to be like, I'll drive before my car fucking blew up. I was like, I'll drive over to Bruges. You love Belgium, especially Bruges. But uh, we haven't been back. So what are we saying then? Bruges, tra- Bruges Trappists number 10. False. Bullshit. Bullshit. It is anonymous. You fucking sussed me. It is fake. There is no Trappist yeah. brewery in... Uh, in in Bruges, okay, awesome. Deductive reasoning, though. Yeah, 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 very good. We know our shit. I'm proud of you guys. <laughs> okay, big cock bock. <laughs> wow, probably uh, real. I'm going bullshit. Please I'll be real. real. Please be real. It is real. Oh my! And it has a massive chicken on the front of it as well. It is real. Also, it has a chicken. Terrible, That's what I have on the front. Okay, Blanche de Nibber. Nibber. You were 
You're taking a piss <laughs> there. I know what you're doing. You're taking a piss there. That's, that's no way. You take. No. What say you then, Gar? Of course, it's not real. You're taking the piss for that. You're going to get flamed for that one. It's not real. What'd you say? Yes, that's bullshit. That's bullshit. It is bullshit. There we go. Ten out of ten. <laughs> <laughs> okay, death to all double IPAs. That's real. I've seen someone drinking it. <laughs> you've ruined it. Now you could have had the edge and taken a uh, point there, apology. and everyone else would have been like, mm, I don't know. But you've just gone on. You, yeah. you, you did that last I time. I did though. loads. Of- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I know this band. I know this band. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. Everyone gets the point, and I suppose for that one. You that get a car, real. you get a car, you get a car. <laughs> what? It's all real. I don't get it, man. Uh, what's her face? That's does it? Game show, game, it? That game show woman. You get a car, you get a car, you get a car, you get a car. Everyone gets a car. I didn't want a car, I want a fucking washing machine. Do you mean, Go on. Do you mean the Oprah Winfrey meme? That's her, yeah. <laughs> I'm so confused. Okay, arrogant bastard. That's real. True. Real. Arrogant Bastard, yeah, Stone it. Brewery, one of the most probably one of the most well known beers ever. Actually. So it's not called Stone Arrogant Bastard, it's just called Arrogant Bastard. Yeah, Stone's the brewery. Sorry. Oh, Stone. Arrogant Bastard. You bastard. I'll get you, you bastard. Mm. Oh fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so that was me getting got. Um okay. Where are we? Where are we? Where are we? Where are we? Where are we at? Mm hop Hansen IPA. Mm-hmm. That's that's sort of like a bland supermarket. But you would probably get, you know, uh, yeah. Going, yeah. Do Hansen have their own IPA? Oh, the band Hansen? Yeah. Oh, mm, hop. oh no. Hansen the IPA. No, no, no. Probably the band themselves. They have no association with it, at least. Oh, sounds like one of those, you know, like, what's it, they first done, like, basket case and stuff like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like a novelty. Mm. One beer wonder. You, 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 you're referencing the, the Crafty Devil kind of brews. Yeah. Yeah. Crafty Devil and not a one-hit wonder, though, man. I'd say it's a real thing because you wouldn't come up no, with that. I, didn't mean, I wouldn't come up with that. You're trying to say I'm not I, coming I, up with that. I just mean, like, naming it after. Stuff, yeah, not yeah, like, yeah, sorry. You know, man, one-hit wonder. I wouldn't think your brain would go to Hanson when you're thinking about beer names. What's that quack when I say? The hottest chick ever. But Tyler like, Hanson. It's, a, it's like a play on words, isn't it? It's like, yeah, yeah, you know, everyone knows Mbop. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. If it was false, Sean wouldn't come up with that on his own. Huh? So shit and get off the pot. False or true. Beer or bullshit. Mm, hop, hands and IPA. Real. Carf's going real. Beer. He's going beer. I go on bullshit. It is real. Oh, and it's oh. brewed by the Hansen Brewery. I'm That's not sure so if they have any association with Hansen themselves. Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> okay, where am I? I keep losing my place. Cripple Dick. Cripple with a K. Cripple Dick. Non-real. Non-realistic. Bullshit's been going really bad for me, so I'm going to stick with bullshit. Okay, so, it is real, but with a but. With a but. There's only one entry for it, one rating for it on... um, untapped so only one person has ever tried it I found it in a list of the worst beer names ever but it says disclaimer only one person has rated this so they could have added it as a joke or it could have been someone's homebrew um, 
So I don't know. I reckon that could be both. So we will get a point for that one because I'm nice. And we're going to take a brief intermission and I've opened the final beer of the day. Well, it's not the final. Actually, you've got this pumpkin one beer. It's well. a pumpkin one that I would like to, to see through if possible. Are we going to tally up these scores first? Oh, no, there's more. Oh, oh wait, there's wait, more. There's more. <laughs> there's, there's a few more. Um, so this is a Greenwich, um, Greenwich uh, Brewery's Winter Spiced Porter. I've gone for... I wanted to get a spectrum of stuff in, but I didn't. I just got loads of IPAs. We've got a pumpkin beer that Gav, uh, Gareth Gavin... Do you have a wheat beer as well? Oh, it's a wheat beer there. Shit, it's fucking loads. I don't know if we're going to get through all of these. I'd, l- I'd like to do the pumpkin because uh, Halloween wasn't that long ago. It'd this, be very relevant. This dish just uh, went out anyway. So this is a... <clears throat> my voice went funny. This is a spiced porter, so it's got... It's dark, but it's also got kind of weird spicy flavours to it, like wintery type of uh, herbs and shit to it. Go easy in the pour, because I'm not normally a fan of... Um, yep. No yeah, problem. Same. You have mentioned, like, at all, I'll be honest with you. We're talking a very so. easy pour. And uh, for yourself? We're talking like a two-sipper job. Uh, you know. It smells like medicine. Two-sipper uh, calpol, is That doesn't look appealing at all. It looks fantastic. Okay, so let's read the bottle quickly. It it's a well-balanced, like traditional... Yeah. Oh, that's my disgusting. It smells like Jaeger. Oh, wow, it smells like Cumberland sausages, man. A well-balanced, had, traditional like, description of what it smells Oh, I don't fancy that Somewhere in between a Cumberland what? sausage and Jaeger. <laughs> you know what? I knew this would be wintry, but I wouldn't have bought it if oh, I read the label oh. and found that it has cinnamon and allspice in it. Oh. So let's give it a go. Oh. I'll just stick to my Jesus juice over there. Oh, man, that's fantastic. It tastes like smoked meat. It's not as bad as I thought. It's like, it's actually not as bad as you think. <laughs> Once it's in, it's in. It's not as bad as you'd imagine it to be. Uh, no, I don't like it at all, I'll be honest Not a you. fan of the aftertaste, but it's purely, it does say what's in it, and I should have looked. But, yeah, it's quite nice. It tastes like pot puree in a drink. <laughs> like a Jägermeister um, flavoured medicinal sausage. That's great, man. It's amazing. So as you're sipping away on this, which isn't rating highly, I don't think, is it, were you guys... Greenwich Winter Spice Porter? No. Not for no, me. No. Okay. Rating out of 10? Out of 10. Scare rating out of 10? No, I, I don't like this kind of brew at all anyway, so I mean, it's not for me in general. That's a weird number. <laughs> uh, I, I, I know, I can't give a fair rating on it at all. Okay, that's fine. So let's continue quickly with the remaining um, beer or bullshits. Um, the next one is going to be Pearl Necklace. Is that a beer or is that bullshit? That's real. I'm sure I've seen that somewhere. I'm going to go real. In some of your dirty videos, maybe. I'm going to go real with that as well. So you going real? Yeah. Are you going real? Yeah. It is real. It is actually one of the... Where have um, I seen that too? It's a flying dog. Ralph's, Ralph Stadman. So one of the uh, new Fear and Loving looking Yeah, Yeah, I got you, I got you. Um, blah, 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 blah. I keep losing my place, which is very unprofessional. Double Dicks, Double IPA. Real. Real. Bullshit. It is bullshit. It's not a real double Ooh. IPA. Okay. Deja Nintendo Pale Ale. Oh, God, that sounds like something that some it's a, it's a that would make. Yeah. <laughs> Deja Nintendo. I feel like a brand new reference. Real. So. Mm-hmm. Definitely a brand new reference. I'm going to go real. Yeah, I'll go beer. Where are you going on that one? I, I just can't finish the rest of that brew. I don't like it at all. Don't, don't drink it then, man. Um, Pour it in wine if you don't want to get rid of it. Yeah, no problem. Um, I, I'm saying real, aren't I, on that? Okay, so it's free reels. It's actually complete bullshit. No way. Oh, wow. Indeed. Deja Nintendo. I don't know where I, I, I got that from. Kilt Lifter. Real. Oh, that sounds real. Come on, no. Um, yeah, it's vulgar, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> the, the only way that'd ever be real if I had some kind of Scottish connection, obviously. 
don't know. It's another background on here if it was real or not. I don't know. I gotta say real. Do you reckon? Fake. It's real. Crazy. It's real, man. Tom takes the lead. <laughs> Amazing. The one sober person, yeah, takes okay. the lead. Optimus Prime. That's real. That's brilliant. That, yeah. I like that. I gotta say real because I want it to be. Yeah. It is real. Yeah. It is real. <laughs> I've seen that. Where have I seen that too? No idea. I don't know where I got it from either. Seen that somewhere, I'm sure I have. Okay, Port Second Patriot. <laughs> Are you for real? Oh, <laughs> no. No. <laughs> This is the sort of thing like Duff Beer. Yeah, it right? could be one of them. It, this, someone could have made it after. You bastard. <laughs> you bastard. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, as you say, somebody could have easily yeah. produced something with that, but then that'd probably be copyrighted or whatever. Um, well, they got a Duff Beer. Yeah, that's a weird one. Have you ever tasted that? Yeah. It's What's it like? Pretty straightforward pills. Lager, like so, yeah. yeah. Um, for the poor ticket, though, I'm going to say it, it's not real. Okay. What about you two? I'll go real. I'm going to go bullshit. Okay, you're all correct. Uh, Because in the Family Guy episode, Simpsons Guy, it is revealed that Duff and Portacket Patriot are the same beer but with different labels on it. Now, if you want to switch over and merge modal realities, right, Duff exists in our universe. Yeah. And if it's the same as Port Tucket Patriot, we've drank it. Ooh. Oh, shit. Ooh. Do you know what I'm saying? Wow. But a lot of people think that can, that Family Guy episode in The Simpsons is not canon. So, you know. <laughs> yeah, that, uh, that, that's just a weird episode. That it is. is a weird fucking episode. Uh, actually, there's one bit in it where Fred, Fred Flintstone is saying that they're all ripping off his beer. He's the judge, isn't he? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's all, both of them are imitations Seth of... Seth MacFarlane said that plenty of times. He said, we all ripped off the Flintstones. Really? Yeah. I can't see any resemblance. Based uh, it's just cartoon, isn't it? Just modern day cartoon. Yeah, I guess really, it's... all of them ripped off Looney Tunes, in my opinion. Yeah, mind you, because the, the, the Flintstones have the talking pets and shit, don't yeah. they? Yeah. Didn't even think of that. Yeah. Fuck. They don't have talking pets. It doesn't talk, does it? Doesn't talk. Doesn't it? No. They do have talking, Dino. like... Dino does. Oh, the and bird, it's like, there's a bird oh, that does. Oh, I, I work so hard. Ah, uh, that like, But the, the actual dinosaur doesn't speak to I, I guess like, the talking... Sort of animals. There was quite a lot of cartoons around that time. The Hanna Barbera ones, or Hanna Barbera. Oh, I don't know. Is it Barbera? Tom and Jerry ever speak? Huh? Tom and Jerry ever speak? Probably other than like an owl. Uh, Probably said owl. You think so? You had stuff like Top Cat though. Top Top Cat. (laughs) (laughs) Top Cat. Okay, so next one on the list is Moo. 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 I'm going to say yeah, and I'm going to say that that's some kind of stout. Well, what say the rest of you? Yeah. Yeah, I'll go. It isn't a real beer, it is an IPA. Mm. I think it might even be a brewery, actually. I just remember from my 1,001 Beers You Must Try book. It's in there. Um, Anus Juice. Anus. 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 That's <laughs> bullshit. Yeah, that's that's got to be bullshit. You put it in your anus and... Uh, <laughs> No, it is bullshit. Mm. <laughs> that was very creative. Did you come up with that? I did. That's T- great. Ten out of ten for creativeness on that one, Sean. Ah oh, man, that's just years of coming up with grind called Sontales. <laughs> it just comes straight into your head. Okay, sugar tits. Fake. <laughs> no. Nope. Bullshit. It's real. Oh, it's hmm. a milk stout version of Morning Sex from the same brewery. I'm not going to name the brewery, but they're horrible fucking beers. And uh, what all calls beers that? It's terrible. Stout morning sex. 
It's a milk stout version of Morning oh, Sex, right. which isn't a milk stout. It's a similar but different. Uh, same, same but different. Yeah. <laughs> Happy ending. That's got to be a real one. I'd say that's real. Yeah, go on. It is real. It is an imperial stout. Um, Matchbox Four Twenty. That's a band. That's a band. Yeah. Yeah. Is it? Could it be both? Could be. I gotta go bullshit. No wait, What did you say? Matchbox Four Twenty. Yeah. That's fake. I gotta go bullshit. <laughs> it's a band. Well, it's reference to a band at least. So what are you? What are you? What are you saying? Matchbox Twenty is the band. Somebody could have made a brew reference in the band and the Four Twenty thing. It could be ha- highly possible. It could be highly possible. Nope. So these two are going fake. What are you going? Are going real? It is fake. Ah, it's actually um, a sticker from the recent season of Big Mouth. It's on Jesse's dad's weed stash box. There's a Matchbox Twenty sticker, and he's drawn four on it. There we go. Very clever. <clears throat> Very clever. I thought that could that's, be. That's a gap in the market. Is it? <laughs> is it really? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. Liquid sex robot. Liquid sex robot. Yeah, that's real. That's real. Real. It is real. I had one up in uh, Beaver Town Festival. It was Lurvig. Lurvig liquid sex robot. Sex robot. There's one of them on Bojack. Is there? A sex robot. Yeah, he, oh, yeah, he ends yeah, up yeah. running all the production company of Hollywood. <laughs> oh, man. I forgot. I always Brilliant. forget the Todd side plots because <laughs> they, they just, I'm like, oh, here we go. Distraction from the heavy shit for a Oh, shit. I don't think Burroughs seen Bojack. Yeah. It's a show about a horse. I'm not seeing the latest series. Spoilers. I guess. Sad horse show. Very sad. You've um, got to be an intellectual to understand. Oh, yeah. You're if you're not intellectual complete. or lean into the left, then you might as well not bother. Yeah. Um, so the Armensteiner Wappelbock. What? It would be Wappelbock, actually, wouldn't it? Sorry. It's Arm- Armensteiner Wappelbock. Real. Real. Yeah. It's complete bullshit. Whoa. Made it up off the top of my Whoa. head. Well done. <laughs> okay, so we're coming into the Good final, the final, final few. Um, man boobs. <laughs> yep, got them. Fake. Why would you wear fake man boobs? Yeah. No, so we say fake. <laughs> what about you guys? Dragon on the man boobs. Yeah, I reckon that's real. Real. It is real. It's a real beer. Um, very trendy. I've actually got a can with loads of people with man boobs on the can. Pulled level with both. For man boobs. <laughs> <laughs> for plastic man boobs. Yeah. <laughs> um, every day, once a day, give yourself an IPA. Twin Peaks reference right there. What's the reference? Every day, once a day, give yourself a gift. Uh, of course. For a whole speech. Damn. I don't think it's real though. That's fair. Hmm. I'm gonna go fake. Bullshit. Yeah, bullshit. It's real. Evil Twin Brewing in America. Loads of twin. It. Loads of Twin Peaks themed beers. No, they don't. Uh, they don't export to America. Oh. Shame. I, I would have had one. Um, fucking hells. I think that's real. Oh yeah, I think that's real. And I think it's hell with the H E L L E. Yeah, I think that's real. You can't deny that logic. It is real. There's also a place in Germany called Fucking. So Fucking is kind of spelt. I'm not sure how you say it, but... Made famous by Top Gear in that one episode. Oh, is it? It's in there. Of course it is. Yeah, then they go <laughs> fucking to... Drink some house. Petting is another one. <laughs> and stuff like that. There's fucking other places. Don't people yeah. steal all the, like, the, the signs for the town in Fucking? Yeah. Okay, Rainbow Kiss... Damn gods. Rainbow Kiss IPA. Oh, that's, that's fake. Real. 
That's bullshit. Real. It is fake. Would you buy a rainbow kiss? Depends whose rainbow kiss it was. I think either way, man. Ariana, Ariana Grande? <laughs> I think it... <laughs> oh. Now, there's a question. Would you drink Ariana Grande's rainbow kiss? This has gone a bit off topic, but I'm happy with this direction. If it was kind of like white spearish. <laughs> it's one of those uh, funny pink-coloured ones that you get now and then. A rosé. garden um, rosé or whatever. And finally, last one then. Santa goes a fuck it all. Santa? Santa goes fuck it all. That's not real, is it? I like the sentiment. It's a very good sentiment. Thought you'd Santa. Santa. Not real. I don't go real. Fuck it. I'm gonna so, smash out. Guy, you're going. Live on the edge. He's going fake. He's going fake, right? So me and Bar are currently tied, and Tom has won. So I'm just gonna go real to see who we get a definitive. It is real. Santa yeah. goes. Fuck it all. Was a goza fruit beer that was released Christmas time. Hence the name. I had it last year. It was sex in a can. It was ten out of ten. I don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was like a spider on you or something the way you were moving that way. <laughs> was that a celebration dance yeah so there's one yeah. there's one more there's one more question um, let's have a look here so this is a bonus round rather yeah. than just a single question how many official Trappist breweries are there 25 you're going 25 what do you reckon over 9,000 <laughs> <laughs> What does rape beer say about its power levels? Oh, oh my God. Is this seven? You're close. Well, you would have been close. I'm just going to come out with it because it's a bit of trivia. So originally there were eight Trappist beers, uh, breweries rather. In 1987, eight Trappist abbeys, six from Belgium. That's Orval, Chimay, West Veteran, which we visited. Rochefort, Westmal, and Achel, or Achel, not sure how you say that. One from the Netherlands, which is Koningshoven. And one from Germany, which is Maria Vault. But in recent years, there have been a bit of a... This is a good one for a pub quiz one, because like, if you go any beer tour or anything like that in, in Belgium and stuff, they all say, there are eight Trappist beers, you know, whatever. There's actually a shitload more that are registered by the Trappist Society or whatever. Um, in 2012, Engelsall from Australia... Oh, sorry, Austria joined. Uh, Zundert in the Netherlands joined in 2013. Most bizarrely is the addition of St. Joseph's Abbey in Massachusetts in the Americas in 2013. Um, Fontaine in Italy joined in 2015. I, I didn't know all of this, so I was writing this down and I was like, fuck, this is amazing. Um, so there's actually way more than I've never tried. And wildly, what, sorry, widely publicised uh, this year was Leicestershire's Mount St. Bernard Abbey, which joined up in the summer in June of 2018. <clears throat> sorry. And uh, started producing the Tint Meadow Trappist beer. Something I haven't tried yet. British, British Trappist beer. Um, I'd take a trip up. Crikey. It's on the way to Manchester. I was going to go on the way to Manchester, but no it was just like an hour detour and I couldn't be asked. I need to get one in for Christmas, I think. Hopefully the people of uh, Leicester are better at brewing beer than they are at flying helicopters. Um, oh, oh. Hot topic. Jeez. <laughs> Didn't see that one coming at <laughs> Interestingly, there's a Trappist brewery. Can I just say, the... The guy who died is from Thailand. Yeah, but he wasn't the only one flying it, was he? <laughs> the guy flying fact, he probably not... wasn't flying it, was he? he was just there. The guy flying it might not have been from Leicester. Hey, so why are they called Trappist? <laughs> <laughs> this is the Trappist monks, aren't they? What does that mean? There's, um, you got. It has to be that non-profit. Sounds, sounds lovely. It has to be non-profit, doesn't it? It's for the benefit of the monks and the, the goings on. Basically, they, they start those breweries to facilitate the... 
the Abbey or whatever, you know what I mean? It's not for profit. So they're not tricking anyone with the willies. So it's not a trap. They're what? Trap. Oh, oh man. Of all people. It's a trap. <laughs> it's a trap. I, didn't, I totally went over my head. Um, there's been a rise in Thailand trap breweries over the last 15 years. Anyway, um, interestingly, there is a trap brewery in the Mont de Cats um, region of France, um, which isn't allowed to use the Trappist name tag for some reason or other. Um, one could say that was very catty of the International hey. Trappist Association. Meow. So, 13 Trap Breweries, Trappist Breweries <laughs> is the correct answer. <laughs> Although some people in Belgium and Holland will insist that there is only eight, um, there are 13. So, there are a few more things I wanted to quickly mention, mainly home brewing, but really the new. Um, also, the new cryptocurrency, the brewer's, I, brewer's coin. Should I tell everyone the scores? Because I haven't actually said the scores. Of oh, that shit. Kind of thing. I just, you kind of said it. Yeah, go on. Sorry. Yeah. I'm plowing ahead. So, um, coming up the rear is Burra on 22 points. And then <laughs> slightly in front is me on 23. Excellent. And then way out in front was Tom on 27. Like a big old gravy train. So he's in the front, he's in the back. You're awkwardly stabbing the gooch. And yeah. you were sitting in a corner. I'm, not I'm the yeah. unfortunate one in this centipede. <laughs> Just kind of pushing it in, hoping it'll slide into one or the other. Yeah. Uh, I think Gareth Burrow wants to open his uh, Witchwood. Are they Witchwoods? Is that a... Is that a uh, yeah, it is a Witchwood, wanna, yeah. Do we want to quickly move on to the, the pumpkin yep. beer? Check it out, man. As I say, I put in this, what, with the recent Halloween and everything. It's just, it's just fitting time as I need to try it. I think that was possibly why I've had this brew for 94 pence in Morrison's. Uh, so... Yeah, it's either that or it's vile. Is it legit got pumpkins in it? <laughs> uh, do you want me to read a little? Well, I can't. If you can, yeah, the stickers. Oh no, I've got it. Uh, this rich ruby ale is brewed with pumpkin and mace to add a gently mace. warming seasonal spiciness, hints of toffee, and luscious depth of dried fruit and caramel are perfectly balanced by complex hop flavors. Oh. It's the perfect Halloween treat. You should have done and that's that. a quote by Jeff Drew, who is the head brewer uh, of the Witchwood Brewery. So Witchwood. he's basically bigging up his own brew. Fair play to Witchwood, right? They say everything. Very, very partridge. Very partridge Everything's yeah. a fucking ruby ale, if you believe them. Yeah, Read the back of it. It's a glorious ruby ale. You should have done yeah. that in that witch's voice. Shadow. Shadow. He's basically kind of... Uh, he's made this brew and he's got nobody else within the brew world to um, big up his brew. So he's just what, what, put his own quote in, basically. Why did they have to quote is. him? Why did they have to quote their own head brewer? That's why did they just put it on there as a blurb? That's the worst like thing about else. it for me. That's, that's instantly uh, knocked you down several points. Well, you say they knocked you down several points. You probably got that from Morrison's or Home Bargains, like £1.20, didn't you? I just said, no, I just said, uh, if you were listening... Uh, was he? <laughs> 94 pence. Oh, there we go. Sorry. It's because it's after Halloween now and no one wants it. It's like yeah, when they they right. do the Hobgoblin, they rebrand Hobgoblin <laughs> just for Halloween and it's oh. all orange and coat and fucking pumpkins bit and of shit. A, right, there's a bit of, bit of a wee, um, what's what we're looking for? Fizz on him, not fizz. Uh, Foam. The o- description, I know, it, it makes me envision like sitting by a nice open fire, you know, with a nice log surrounding. That's where I'm like, going. A cold winter's night. And... I'm not looking forward to the pumpkin flavours, though, I'll be honest. That's, like, not high on my list of good additives to beer. Obviously, pumpkin beers are a big thing. It happens every year. You get shitloads of them. Do the um, white, white girls, do they like pumpkin beers? <laughs> I imagine so. 
In their Ugg boots. In their Ugg boots. <laughs> That's dark, isn't it? It's a dark brick. It's a ruby ale. A British ruby ale. So saith the boss. You are a pedophile. <laughs> got him. Uh... <laughs> he got you. He got you good. It's only only because I was in the pedophile general's voice anyway. <laughs> by the power invested in me, it doesn't actually smell very nice. By a poll conducted by Sky News, <laughs> <laughs> I pronounce. It doesn't smell very nice. I Did you not that. profess by your own words, you diddle diddle dumb? <laughs> <laughs> I need to watch that again, Mum. Oh uh, yeah, have a, have a wee, uh, have a wee yeah. smell. God. I wish, I wish the Thank monkey you. dust was still around on Terry. He died, man. The guy who made oh, it. Oh, did he really? Yeah, the main yeah. writer. Yeah. Let's get in. I think it got cancelled before he died. It, yeah. it doesn't smell very nice. It was a long time ago. Really weird. Do you think, think it was like two do, series? Do you think it was too outrageous for? I just don't think anyone watched it. I, I think, think it, it was a certain like demographic type. Yeah, type of people who really were into it, and then the rest are just. If it came out, it's very like depressing. Today, it is depressing. If it came out this day and age, snowflakes would be melting. It would be oh, terrible. God, yeah. Honestly, I love the I now. love the sketch where it's like like a really poor Romanian family, and they're like, "Stay away from the castle after dark," and the castle turns out to be a pub full of racist English people, <laughs> and like just after midnight, it closes, and all these. Oh, it's amazing. Everyone's doing it justice. Watch Monkey Dust. It's fucking brilliant. Um, anyway, about this brew. About this brew. Yeah. <laughs> I almost went into a bane territory as well, then, didn't I? It's Does that really give bland. you power over me? It's really bland. There is, like. Nothing. I'm not but getting the, any pumpkin taste But the owner of the brewery says it's really nice. Well, he's wrong. Mr. Uh, what's I'm, his name? I'm getting that it's it's reduced for a reason. You yeah. know what I mean? What was his name? It's a Witchwood season. Jeff Drewson, you're talking a lot of bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, your, brew, your brew is bland and it doesn't smell great. <laughs> you're calling out one of the Britain's most popular breweries, but there, My apology. Uh, <laughs> these are the guys that made Hobgoblin. That's a song by the fire, but you're doing that right thing. <laughs> what was his name? Andrew Drew. Jeff Drew? Jeff. 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 You be as bad and you should feel bad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. It's not bad. It's just... It's, no, it's, it's a nice drinkable it's brew. There's not much going on in there, though. For um, I don't know if it's still in date. It's a, yes, it's, it's a nice drinkable brew. But if it came out for Halloween, then it's probably still in date, doesn't it? Barely. Yeah, I don't know. It's very light. Um, light? It, it doesn't smell... Of anything really, uh, but it, it's nice, it's enjoyable, it's drinkable. Not something I go to all the time, but for Halloween or something, you know, you want a couple of pumpkin. I don't expect this is probably brewed all year round. I don't know. It's couldn't, a, couldn't I tell imagine you. it's a seasonal. Yeah, but for for a seasonal brew, it, it's absolutely fine. Um, it, it is what it is, really. Cool. Yeah, seasonal like, brew is. It's I great, need to write you know? these down because I'm I'm I've got to remember what I've drank. I, yeah, you I do need to take note of that for your little uh, records. You I got um, banned from Untapped. Um, they blocked my IP address. Why? Because I oh, I added too many beers at once. Wow. I literally because I was. What does that make sense? I recently because Untapped is is drink socially. That's their tag. When you open a beer, you take a picture of it. Is drinking pumpkin spice and you rate it. Mm. Whereas rate beer, you add the ratings whenever you want. Um, I'm moving from rate beer to Untapped at the moment because rate beer is an elitist sack of fucking. People who have their anoraks done up to fucking, you know, that type of like, yes, it's very, very, you know, whatever. Um, but I was exporting my back catalogue of like 800 oh, yeah. brews, and I put like 500 of them on in one night, and I refreshed the page, and it like completely, uh, I, didn't, I got like a, a server error message, like, 
it wasn't like a message on Untapped saying you've added too many beers. He was like, no, I'm flat out blocked completely. from. They were like, clearly it. this guy is under the influence of alcohol. <laughs> well, no, that's it. It wasn't the site saying, sorry, you can't do any more. It completely blocked me on like a, on a packet level, like an IP, TC. It was completely extreme. blocked. Like as if I was spamming it or DDoSing the site. And I, I um, tossing the site with removes. <laughs> so I went on the Twitter and uh, I was like, you know, because um, I googled it and obviously it never happened. I think it was one previous instance I'd found online. Someone I've been blocked from my IP. Can you imagine, board. like the guy, the guys who sit at that server? <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, but if they actually looked and analysed my traffic, they would see that I am adding legit reviews to each single fucking page. Like I was on it for hours, man. This is the most intricate intrusion we've ever had. <laughs> He's rating five hundred beers at once. <laughs> well, yeah, I said if I had some sort of script that I've written, right, and it was like, right, fucking review all five hundred at once, bang, and they like they'd seen this traffic and they were like, whoa, and then they'd just block it as quick as they could. But I like, was just using their website. For like an hour, that'd be some pretty nifty PowerShell script. It would be a nifty PowerShell. It would probably crash. Opening like yeah. five hundred tabs of I don't know. Can you use anything that isn't Internet Explorer with PowerShell? I'm assuming you can. Probably, yeah. When you but, just refresh the page, it said open a new tab though. That would take ages, though, wouldn't it? Yeah, I guess. But, oh yeah, because you have to wait. Let's not get into that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I emailed their, uh, their their Twitter. I didn't email. I tweeted their Twitter, and then they put me forward to their tech support Twitter. And they were like, "Yeah, this happens sometimes. Just wait it out. It's a security measure. Sorry." Security um, so I haven't checked. Uh, I don't know where all that came from. Oh yeah, because I was talking about reviewing beers. But yeah, I'm banned from Untapped, and I've probably just alienated anybody who uses rate beer. Um, so wrapping up, there was a few more things I wanted to quickly talk about. There's the cryptocurrency. Actually, I'm not going to touch that. Because I reckon we'll do a cryptocurrency episode maybe at some point. In general. In general. Yeah. Um, so that leaves homebrewing. Um, again, you could kind of do an episode on homebrewing. It'd be pretty boring, but you could. Because there's a lot going on, so you're not going to really go into the, you know all the ins and outs. Could and stuff. do like a, a mini-sword? A mini-sword. Homebrewing, motherfucker. Wee. <laughs> yeah, like uh, I upload my homebrewing failures to YouTube under the Welsh beer snob handle, which we've already established. Um, yeah, so homebrewing is a fairly complex subject. So to do any real justice to it, we would need to do a real episode. Let's not let's do that just for the sake of covering it for this episode. However, I will offer a brewdog style summary of the practice. Homebrewing is beer brewed in a home brewery by a home brewer. Just in case no viewers, anybody wasn't any clear on that. So I'll quickly mention that home brewing is definitely one of the more positive and creative and, and like welcoming, I suppose, parts of the craft beer scene. You go online to any avenue of communication and home brewers are incredibly active in sharing their passion with each other. <laughs> sounds, <laughs> sounds like, a, sounds like a, an advert for like a French swingers club, doesn't it? Or share the passion. Anyway, moving swiftly onwards. Like you walk into like indie beer shops, for instance, like Pop and Hops, Cardiff, going back to Pop and Hops again. Um, there's a few homebrews on the shelf in there. That's right. You can't yeah. sell them legally, obviously, but uh, homebrewers who shop there will come in with their own beer, take one off the shelf and, and swap it with one of theirs. So like there's a little community going and like all the bottles have like contact details and little taster notes and stuff. And I think that's like, I don't know, in today's like, you know, fuck your friends over for that Insta lifestyle, Kim K's booty dancing on ice world that we live in. Like how nice it is to know that shit like that actually goes on. It's cracking, yeah. It reminds, it reminds me. Totally get behind that. That's my next paragraph. He's jumping up my fucking script here, man. He's on it. He's on it. It reminded me coming from the grindcore or punk underground tape trading and sending stuff out there and stuff like that, that you've made yourself for others to try and find enjoy in that, swapping your shit and, 
being like, yeah, this is really good. I'm totally stealing all these ideas that have just been sent through <laughs> the mail. they're not copyrighted in any way, shape, or yeah. <laughs> <laughs> This is really, really good beer. If I could just clone it somehow. Uh, yeah, um, that's as far as my script goes, even though we kind of went wildly off it, which is, I think, par for the course, really, for, yeah. these, for these things. But um, as far as craft beer goes, I can't think of any more salient points that I wanted to cover. There's nothing... There's no, the pressing issue. There's no pressing issues left that I want to talk about. Does anyone have anything to add? Keep on crafting. Keep on crafting in the free world. Yeah. Before fucking <coughs> Pabst Blue Miller buys a fucking <laughs> share in your business. Totally, and not totally. Brewdog. <coughs> Brewdog. And then, um, then just go and retire on a lovely island somewhere. <laughs> I'll buy a plane that has a fucking bar on it that sells, sells punk IPA. And, yeah, and the pilot's always Funny enough, we had a pint of punk <laughs> IPA on... Um, we did, on EasyJet. On our uh, EasyJet trip, yeah. It was EasyJet flight and they had... It was only three quid as well, which is not bad for a... Standard kind of punk IPA, yeah. 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 Big was it, though? It was a free 30 mil ah. on an EasyJet flight. Oh. It weren't the same though. I don't know if it was the high altitude, but it just tasted yeah. like shit. I was it was die. it was quite bizarre Maybe as well. That's just what it, was, uh, like, yeah. <laughs> it was a real bizarre experience having having a a, a, a brew on on a, on a plane, like you know, a craft beer of sorts. I've uh, never had a drink that I've enjoyed on a plane before. No, even the free oh. coffee I had off KLM once was not very good. So I have a punk IPA. What was it like two or three years ago? I was like, oh yeah, it's kind of like hey, something. This is a bit of all right, you know. It's it's a bit of all right. Could get used to this. Like started the holiday in on the right page yeah we, 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 we were like I just wish there was a full bar on this plane that we were like <laughs> was it, excuse me do you have any uh, cloud water the new <laughs> yeah. we do we do knock uh, Brewdog we have knocked Brewdog quite a bit in, in, in this podcast but like I will say they do make some nice beers that I do enjoy I eat like a lot of their specials and their stouts so. the stuff you can't get in the shops so, yeah, collabs, uh, collaboration not necessarily but they have like a, a stout called Tokyo Star it's like fucking 15% or something stupid like that but it's really really good um, and they do these things called Paradox which is like um, no it's not Paradox it's Abstract and that's like uh, like these limited edition like big brews like I don't know like they're like a barrel aged or they're like really really strong Limited. They were sealed with wax, yeah. and they're really, really cool beers. So they do like two of you. I'm a big fan of Mr. President. That's a Mr. Beer President. That I is do really that. like. Well, that's gone through so many different rebrands. I'm glad they've finally stuck with it and kept it because it was a huge thing when it, it was called Hardcore IPA. Um, oh, it was yeah, weird, course, especially course, when yeah. Tesco fucking bought it out and just slapped their own label on it. That was odd. Yeah, man. It was called Tesco Finest IPA. <laughs> yeah, and it was like nine percent. Yeah. But um, if you read the back, it was like brewed by brew dog. Someone told me that, and I was like, "What? I fucking buying it all the time." Eighty for six, that stuff. Mm. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it's like it's super tenants with hops in it, man. Drink like one of them, and you can fucking feel it. Like, yeah, man, it's good stuff. I'm not not really into brew dog's core range or where they're going with it these days. Like, I really don't like Elvis juice. I know you guys what? like like Elvis juice, but well, then you actively don't like it. I just don't. I would never buy it. Ever. It's just too artificial. It's not much of a difference to the other stuff. No, I don't, I, I don't dislike I drink it, it, but I don't no, actively I, buy it. I often well. drink I it, but it's just more different to most of the range, really. Tell us, it's their thing. Yeah. The brew dogs had a very sort of distinct yeah, sort of taste. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's the yeah. water profile and like the either the hops or yeast. It's all, I know that was pretty much every ingredient, but like <laughs> something is consistent across yeah. you know everything they do. You can tell it's the brew dog beer straight away. <laughs> Yeah. So yeah. No. I mean, Brewdog. It was kind of a gateway. For Not us. for me. It was oh, definitely. When we, <laughs> I just booted your mic. So <laughs> when we like properly got back, properly got into this craft thing, like two or three, four years ago. Shit. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I have 
mixed opinions on Brewdog. I think they are very contradictory. I remember sitting up on the hill with my bag full of uh, fucking punk IPAs, and I was like, "Do you want these?" Show? And they taste like shit. They give them to you. I remember, yeah, yeah, because I just didn't get it my first taste. But it took me like a, I don't know two, three pints to be able to actually fully understand what they were going for. Like exactly the same thing happened to me. Um, we used to go back and forth to Scotland quite a lot. Um, it's like two thousand eight, two thousand nine. So it would have been when Brewdog was first kind of starting out, and we stopped in this Tesco's because like we were in some cottage in the middle of fucking nowhere. And um, they had all these real ales and stuff. So I was just buying shitloads of this real ale. And they had Punk IPA there as well. I'd never heard of it before. Bought a bottle of Punk IPA. This was back when Punk IPA was 6.5%. It was like its original percentage. before They oh, they dropped it. They dropped it by a percent, I think, just to make it easier. No way. To, yeah. But um, I drank it and I tipped it down the sink. I had like one <laughs> sip out of it. And I was like, what the fuck? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> it's, like, it's like fruit. This isn't beer. It's just like fucking... Glug, 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 glug. Yeah. Punk um, IPA gives me mad headaches. Has to be cold. Like before that, has to be cold. I remember once we sat in my nan's garden. Remember that? Oh, yeah. We had that fire, fire going and just a yeah. fucking warm waste box full of punk IPAs with um, <laughs> all ice and shit. Now, yeah, that just reminds me of cold punk IPAs. Maybe it was all the weed we smoked, but they, <laughs> those are the best punk IPAs I've ever had. And the Terry's chocolate orange went really well there. Did we have t- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What a random thing. What a random combination. Yeah, um, yeah good times. So, yeah, I think that's craft beer on the head. On the head, I yeah. think we've covered all salient points of craft beer. Um, yeah. So we're doing this thing again when we're at the end. and we We're at the end and we don't know how to finish it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think um, that should have been the end of it right there. It's like when you're constantly pumping away and she just isn't into it. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? You're just flogging that dead horse. And on that note, we're going to end it there. Um, just a reminder that we do have social media. Um both uh, Twitter and Instagram are at Steedcast, so give us a follow over there. And like I said earlier, we'll be posting all the beers up on Instagram for you to have a view, and hopefully you can buy and try a few. If you do, let us know what you think of them. That'd be great. Till next time, listen to that. Cheers now. Cheers now. Cheers now.